Blog Talk Radio. Standing in the ruins of another black man's life 
flying through the valley, separating day and night. I am death, cried the vulture, for the people of the light. Light. Charon brought his raft from the sea that sails on souls. I saw the scavenger departing, taking warm hearts to the cold. He knew the ghetto was a haven for the meanest creature ever known. In a wilderness of heartbreak and a desert of despair, evil's clarion of justice shrieks a cry of naked terror, taking babies from their mamas, leaving grief beyond compare. So if you see the vulture coming, flying circles in your mind, remember there is no escaping, for he will follow close behind. Only promise me a battle, battle for your soul and mine, and mine. high-frequency radio. Imagine that right now you're feeling a bit like Alice, tumbling down the rabbit hole. Hmm? You could say that. I can see it in your eyes. You have the look of a man who accepts what he sees because he is expecting to wake up. Ironically, this is not far from the truth. Do you believe in fate, Neil? No. Why not? Because I don't like the idea that I'm not in control of my life. I know exactly what you mean. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there like a splinter in your mind, driving you mad. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Do you know what I'm talking about? Matrix. Do you want to know 
what it is. The Matrix is everywhere. It is all around us. Even now, in this very room. You can see it when you look out your window, or when you turn on your television. You can feel it when you go to work, when you go to church, when you pay your taxes. It is the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. What truth? That you are a slave, Neo. Like everyone else, you were born into bondage, born into a prison that you cannot smell or taste or touch. A prison for your mind. Unfortunately, no one can be told what the Matrix is. You have to see it for yourself. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. The hottest radio network on the planet. High frequency radio network. Sync up. Peace to the God. Peace to the God. You are listening to High Frequency Radio. High Frequency Radio. High Frequency Radio. I'm your host. You of the natural long hour natural long hour y'all get into some 
good esoteric discussion. Radio. I'm your host, Yusuf L. It is Monday, October 29th, 2018, broadcasting live from Atlanta, Georgia. Rules to the game, y'all. It's Q&A today. I got a couple of uh, announcements I'm going to make. Um, you know, somebody asked me about, you know, uh, transcribing a lot of YouTube videos to Spanish. I'm cool with that. Uh, YouTube has a way of doing it. I got to look into it. I'll get back with you on that. I'm going to start answering a lot of emails live over the air. I mean, me trying to type out and answer everybody's emails. I think it'd be a lot easier just to uh, answer your questions over the air. So if you email me something, just tune in to the show and listen. I'm going to start reading the emails over the air and uh, just answering the questions that way, all right? So hopefully that'll, you know, kind of, you know, help some people and kind of help me alleviate because, you know, I got all these stockpile of emails and questions and things like that. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it that way. Y'all can, you know, catch me live on right here, you know, over the air. But I'm going straight to the phone lines today. Call in numbers 424 uh, 424-222-5250. 717-9668, you're on the line. What's on your mind? How's it going, Yusufel? I'm great, great, man. Uh, What's going on? You told me to let you know about those GSA bond things. Right. Um, very interesting turn of events. I filed those things in the court with a letter rogatory to, to, to the court-appointed attorney. They immediately continued it for 90 days out the attorney filed a petition to be removed as attorney right i answered that now the interesting thing if you was to go do a search for 22 nycrr 1200.15 one of the reasons he used for his removal was that uh code of professional standards now 
he didn't explain why he just cited it and if you go look it up you'll find it on the New York State Bar and it's three and a half pages talking about the accounts the the funds and property held by the attorney and how they're to manage the books the whole nine yards so and oh, okay. the interesting thing is you know if you remember me you talking to it about it a few months back mm-hmm. now now all of a sudden out of the blue DSS approached my wife and said, hey, if you for full custody, we'll go away. It's like, they ain't tried to go away in six years, and now all of a sudden they're making, they're saying, hey, if you'll do this, we'll go away, because technically we still have custody. <laughs> I found that Wait a minute, wait a minute. They wanted to do what now? Give full custody uh, to now, who her? It's not, it's not a divorce. it's not a divorce proceeding. This was, if you remember, they filed neglect against me and my wife, right? Right. And I had I had told you about that. So, out of the when I sent those GSA bonds and filed the one-page bonds into the record because there was fourteen different knock, docket numbers, which means what? Fourteen different accounts. Right. And what you have said is true when you said that they'll use the main docket numbers and then they'll put something on the back of it that's exactly yep. what they did 14 yep. different times and and when i did that now they've approached my wife and said hey if you'll just do this we'll go away if so you told are, me to let you know yeah and that's what it is you're going to see that um that the importance of having the, 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 the public defender, I mean, they all do that. They all will put in something to be removed. That's so, and then they're just going to appoint them as standby counsel. That's so that they can communicate um, with, you know, because it's good to have a mouthpiece to be able to communicate with the prosecutor uh, or, or whoever yeah. your opposition is. And they usually do that, remove themselves, and then the court appoints them sometimes as standby counsel or something in that effect. Um, and let them do all that. That's cool because all you need them to do is do what you tell them to do. Because when they're standby counsel, they really got to do what you tell them to do, and um, you know, to go up there, file paperwork, do whatever it is that needs to be done. Um, as far as this thing with them, yeah, they start offering you deals and things like that, trying to get it quashed. Because if you caught on to the fact that they were changing those case numbers and everything, they seen why we can't get that by them. They're gonna try you. They try all these little things, you know, like I said, they call you crazy, do all this stuff. And then they try their little, you know, their little tricks. And when the tricks don't work, you know, you get something where it helps settle. And you should settle, you know. Go ahead and go to peace yeah. with them and settle it, you know. Now I, have, now, I have two other questions. One, I went to go, go look where you did that Moore's video, and it was talking, it was way back, you, you was talking about some case that, dealt with whoever conquered and the rules that have to be followed. Yeah, it's called called, uh, Title by Conquest. uh, And what it was about, and you know, um, I was just basically showing them the court case where they said that, you know, that um, how they took the land in the United States by conquest. You know, because people saying, well, this is our land, uh, you know, X, Y, Z. And that's a political question. That's not, and then you're going to go into court and try to challenge that. And you can't go into court and challenge that because it's not a judicial question. It's a political question. 
Uh, it's a question that's answered under Article 1 and Article 2. The executive and legislative branches handle war, okay? War is not yeah. something that the judiciary can address. You know, it's like, hey, they took the land. What do you want us to do? You know, that's basically what they're saying. We, there's nothing we can do about that. You know, they took, they took it. That's, yeah, that, now, that's just to, to sum it up. Yeah, that's I was looking for it, and it appears to be gone. Yeah, let me see. Title by conquest. Well, y'all took uh, man. They took. They've been taking videos down. They took man. They just took one of my videos down. I'm so fucking pissed off. They took my. Uh, do you under? Do you really understand the difference between public and private? Do you really understand the private side? And they will not give me an explanation of why they took it down. And it's been up over a year. I said, my video's been up over oh. a year, but I, I'm sure they, they said they got a report. Somebody asked for it to be taken down. But the name of the case is Johnson. It's on my private side solution website. The video is not up, but the case I still have listed. The case is um, Johnson and Graham uh, Leasey versus McIntosh. Uh, volume 21, United States Code Reporter, page 8. Um, that's 20, 21 U.S. 8 wheat, uh, then 543, 1823. It's an 1823 case. And, um, um, you know, what is it, up on, if I can download this show later, I'll make that way I can go back and get those cases because yeah. right now I'm on the road. I got the video. Uh, I might, uh, it, it's on the SBC website. All the videos are on YouTube. I, there you can, you can get a free membership on SBC University and you can see the videos there. So I do okay. uh, have them on the website. You can just uh, watch them there. Uh, all the videos on SBC University. Yeah. Now the last question. A while back, you did a video on the the word black, where it doesn't. Well, you remember everything. You re- you really do watch me. <laughs> yes, I do. You, really do. you filled in so many freaking blanks. On everything I was seeing, because I'm the one that sent you the Jones v. Timmer case. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. you filled yeah. in a lot of blanks. So, right, right. That was a good that was anyway, an you can case, get that. By the way. That was an excellent case, yeah, by the you, way. I would, yeah. Now, if you need anything, uh, don't the one forget on the, that. You know what? I got to find that one on. I got to find that one on black. You know, I was kind of like me, you know, I was going to kind of like at the Moors a little bit because they talk about, you know, black means white. And I'm like, black does yeah. not mean white. What are y'all talking about? You know, I'm, and what I did was I went and got, um, I'm going to tell you what I did, the research I did. I went and got an Oxford unabridged dictionary. I have I have a collection of dictionaries here at my house. And um, the one in particular that I'm very fond of that is kind of like a real high level dictionary is Oxford unabridged. Uh, they have an entire volume where it gives you the etym- extensive etymology on the words with micro-diamond print. And it tells you in there that a lot of people misconstrue that, what they're saying. It doesn't mean white. You said it's, it's, a, it's a misapplication of the word. Um, if I need to, I'll pull the dictionary out. If somebody wants to challenge me on it, I'll pull it out and read it to you right now what it says. But that's what it was. You know, it was an Oxford unabridged dictionary. And uh, I went and got these definitions, and went and then I went and got these court cases. I think there's something like sixty something court cases where they define to you where they define the definition of free white person, uh, what a free white person is. And in that case, the case if you get the um, what is it? It's the uh, I think it's uh, uh, blacks 
uh, Black's Law Dictionary, fourth. It's either Bouvier's yeah. or Black's. I think it's Black's Law, fourth edition. Here, let me get it right quick. I'm going I'm to pull it up for you and tell you what I'm talking about. That's why I couldn't uh, find it, because I was doing the wrong search term. So you got to start with free white person to find the definition yeah. of black. Yeah, it's a free, it was free, okay. well, it's free white person, and you go to, I think it's, uh, I think it's in this, uh, let me see if it's in this, uh, Uh, right. Let's see. Free, free man. Let's see. This is it. Uh, let me see if this is it. Free. Yeah. Free white persons It's in the black. It's in a black saw fourth edition. And when you, uh, when you look at it at, okay. Black saw is like, it's called a common law dictionary because the sites are at the end. All right, so when you yeah. look at United, the case that, that goes over that is United States versus Cartosian. Okay, you'll see down at the footer, it's United States, K, uh, C-A-R-T-O-Z-I-A-N, United States versus Cartosian. In that particular case, they uh, they basically, you know, just tell you what it is, you know. You know, that's why yeah. you, you know, they'll look up these words in these book, books and then they won't damn read the side the cases that support it because that's where you get the explanation that's where they're pulling the definition from you got to read the case you know and it'll tell you what it hey. is now when i first found you almost a year and a half ago um i went behind you i went on i went behind you on westlaw started checking everything you were saying and because of, i said this guy's not wrong so when I told you I bought up most almost all your webinars and I watch when you, as soon as your video goes up, within a day I'm listening to it. So yeah, I've listened to all of them. And when I go back to them, I'm in a bad habit of not downloading them, you know. So right. Then I can't find them, and it's like well, they're in, they don't got. Yeah, I wish again. people would download them because you know they get erased. I've been lucky enough where some people have uh, downloaded some and then uploaded them on their YouTube page, and I'll go over there and download them and get them if I lost them. Because I lost a couple this last time, man. I got about, I had about, man, about 15 videos got erased. And uh, yeah, I put it, it was them, like. I put, a couple of them, yeah, I put a couple of them on my YouTube channel. Yeah, let me know, you know, because I need to get, you know, my erased ones because, you know, I didn't, I didn't back them up. Myself, I, I slipped on a couple of them, and I didn't back them up because I can. After I edit them, I can upload them directly to YouTube, so I don't make a second copy uh, straight to my hard drive and everything. I'm being lazy, and that guy got caught. I got caught that time, you know, being lazy. But uh, you know, if you got copies of it, I'm I'm making I'm remaking right now. Um, do you really understand the private side? Because I I took a hit. Um, you know, they, they, YouTube, I don't know what, I think somebody's mad at me because for some reason that video was attracting a lot of attention of attorneys. That video was attracting yeah. a lot of attention of attorneys. And, um, uh, I got a lot of positive feedback from it, but it was pissing some people off. And all of a sudden, you know, you know, they said, somebody sent me a message and say, okay, we're going to get you. And then by a couple of days later, video was taken down. You know, so you know, I, you know, I got a bad mouth. I go at, I go at people, talk people crazy and everything. You know, I don't be caring. 
But I like I'll make another yeah. one. I just make if you listening, I'm gonna make another one. <laughs> I'll make now, another one. Now if you now when you're making these videos, don't forget if you need anything because I shared that Dropbox folder with you. If you need anything, you let me know and I'll send it to you. Okay, I you know when I'm making the videos right now, my focus is on. My focus is really on getting people to read because, you know, it's just amazing how it's amazing. Like last five years, I've been telling people to read. If I go do a video on creditors and their bonds, people will start sending me messages. I didn't know this and that. I said, I've been telling you to read this document for the last five, six years and people will not read it. So, you know, so, but if you do the, the, I, I was shocked at how popular the little audio books are. And, you know, people can be driving their car, listening and things like that. You know, it's just the time and day we're in. So, you know, I, you know that, that, that's what I'm really focused on is just teaching, getting people to read, look up words. Because my, my, my goal, see, people are talking about, can I get a remedy? Your remedy, remedies are tailor-made individually for, uh, for each specific uh, circumstance. The only way you really get a remedy, remedy means right. You know you're right. And so you got to know what your rights are. If you don't know your rights, nobody's going to get your rights for you. So if you're out there hunting around looking for some super guru to just magically do something for you and you're ignorant of what your rights are, it's never going to happen. All right? You got to educate yourself. Okay. Those who hope to be both ignorant and free are hoping for something that never has been and never will be. It never will That's, be. Amen. It never will. It's never, it's never, Jesus even said that you shall know the truth and the truth will make you free. There's never been an instance on this planet where somebody's been ignorant and free. Yeah. It just, it, they are not, they don't, they don't go together. Okay. So you have to educate yourself and so you can understand what's being said. And I'm talking to the audience. I'm not, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the audience, but you know that I'm just yeah. telling people, you know, you got to educate yourself. So, you know, just trying to figure out ways to get people to start reading stuff because there's so many, I get so many questions, but most of the answers for the questions I get is already, somebody's already researched it, written a beautiful document about it from beginning to end. There's really no need for me to, you know, come in and start doing something all over, write something. I'm like, this guy, and nobody's ever done that. So I think all these documents need audio books attached to them. You know, Moses Washington, he has a lot of great documents on the exemption Bills of Exchange, Gene Keating, you know, the transcript. I mean, so many authors out there, so many researchers that have contributed to this movement. It is unreal. Uh, it's so many. So, you know, I could make audio books from, from today, every day to the end of the year, and I wouldn't make a, a dent in what's the, the amount of stuff that's out there available for you to research. So, I mean, some very intelligent people. Very intelligent people have written things. So, you know, I'm just kind of paying homage to them and uh, getting, you know, and just getting people to read. You know, that's just it. Just getting them to read. Now, well, I won't hold you up because there's probably other people that called in. I just wanted to get on and ask you those questions and, and let you know uh, about those, about the GSA bonds because I'm laughing. Right. Right, right. You know, the bond cases have to be bonded. I mean, you know, it's like if you if you read Admiralty, once you find out that it's Admiralty, once you find out that it is Admiralty, Admiralty demands that the cases be bonded. They have to be bonded on both sides, y'all. That's just it. You got to put in a bond. You can read the answer really is the supplemental rules of Admiralty and the federal rules explains it very clearly. 
I need to go download that. I need to go download all those rules. I do. So, okay. You, you do. Well, it, you have a wonderful does. day. Keep up the good work. All right. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right. Let me go back to the phone line. Uh, 951-3582. You're on the line. What's on your mind? What's going on? How you doing? All right. Doing good. What's happening? Chilling, chilling. Uh, glad to finally... Uh, First time ever hearing you live. So, uh, uh, it's your pride. Yeah. <laughs> I've been, right, I've been, right. I, I've been, I, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, so I've been, I've been, I've been keeping up with you for about two years, but I, so this is very interesting, lightweight. But what are the times that you're, uh, live as far as, uh, in, in, like, uh, 11 a.m. I'm right now, 11 a.m. In the morning, I'm probably going to be on every morning at 11 a.m., 11 a.m. in the morning. You know, I'm going back to trying to be on every day. So, uh, uh, you know, I missed the radio. I was on the radio for a while, you know, about five years. You know, and then I just, uh, you know, I started with doing videos, you know, and I'm still going to do the videos. Um, but I'm, pri- I'm, going, I'm setting up where I can do the video and the audio live where y'all can see me actually on YouTube, streaming live and answering calls at the same time. So I'm setting that up right, right now, too. So, uh, But, uh, yeah, you know, so I, I have full platform. I got the alert on the, on the YouTube. That's how I, I, I got on here at the right time. And, that, and the, the 11 a.m., that's Georgia time, Central or something? Yeah, it's Eastern Standard Time. It's Eastern Standard okay. Time. So. Yeah, so I'll be on at 11, 11 o'clock in the morning. So catch me right. on high frequency radio, y'all. <laughs> All right, for sure. All right, now I got I got a couple little questions or a question or so. Some. All right, go ahead, um, go ahead, go ahead. All right, so so I was doing this administrative process on my uh, mortgage, right? Right. And um, I had a sale date October the second. And um, I wasn't sure what I, I don't know what's going on, but they they stopped the sale date on the what was it, August the 25th. A few weeks before the auction, they removed everything, like the notice of trustee sale, and uh, they put a cancellation notice of trustee sale, and they removed it. Like I don't know how that works, but they they put in they had a notice of trustee sale, they put in a cancellation of notice of trustee sale. Now there's nothing there, like it never, you know. Um, Never, never did anything, and so. And what did and you? Uh, did, what did you? When you did an administrative process, what exactly did you do? Did you tender them a negotiable instrument? Did you do, uh, you know, uh, under the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act, you know, verification of debt request? What was it that uh, that you did? Um, it wasn't. I I didn't do the verifi- verification of debt request, but um, what I, I basically did is um. Tendered them that negotiable instrument. I used a uh, one of those Jonah Bay that you had on those um, not Jonah Bay, um, a, a Jamu a Jamu Bay negotiable instrument. Right. And um, I did your your basic uh, your administration process that you have on there. Like you know you have like a little series of discharge. And I used your little right. Um, you know, and uh, right. it seemed like they wasn't doing nothing until I sent the second one. Oh, and also what I did, and I don't know if I was supposed to do this, but um, I also did a, a, 1090, a 1099A, like a, like the, right. like, you know, I did, I did that on the instrument. And so they, now they had already sent me the instrument back 
before they even took it off. You know what I'm saying? They when I sent the first thing, they they didn't send it to the notary. They sent it to me. So, you know, I had the notary send the second notice and when and it seemed like that they received it about the nineteenth and by the twenty fifth they were like they they just took everything off. Well, you know, first of all, you you sending an instrument back right there is automatic cancellation of the debt. You know, you know, it's like mm. whoever did that didn't know what they were doing. That you know, whoever mm. sends an instrument back is a blunt, a blaming idiot, unless you know that mm. instrument did not have all the necessary um, uh, elements on it to constitute a negotiable instrument. Okay, but if it had everything, they got to do a protest which is, you know, a formal notice that, hey, um, it, there's a defect in this particular instrument. Uh, there were insufficient funds. Uh, we were unable to process it, something to that effect. Uh, you know, normally they'll try to send you something saying, well, we don't take this type of payment. Well, um, under ACR 182 of June 5, 1933, Public Law 73-10, you cannot require anyone to uh, tender uh uh, uh, an instrument in satisfaction of an obligation in any particular form. Okay, they can't do that. They got to follow the rules of commerce. Okay, they if they don't want it, okay, fine, you don't want it. But there are procedures how you can tell us that you don't want it or there's something wrong with this. And you did the correct thing in having the notary because when they send something back to you, that's non-responsive. Okay, in your correspondence, yeah. you direct them to send it back to the notary. Okay. It's the same thing right. with you. Once, uh, once they get an attorney, and the attorney starts writing you letters, they're not going to accept no correspondence from you. You got to write the attorney. Well, right. it's the same thing on your side. I didn't hire me a notary. I'm not accepting any correspondence from you. I have an agent now that is representing me, and this is the attorney. Uh, this is the agent is a notary, and you need to send back all that correspondence to this particular notary. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, you know, and if the, and the notary is a witness to that fact. And the notary, if the notary doesn't, doesn't matter what you receive back, the notary, did the notary receive anything back? And if the notary didn't receive anything back, that notary is going to record that in a notarial record book, okay, and then issue a certificate of non-response. Now, you need to file that into court. The court operates off what's called terms of court. All terms of court are different. They go by counties, and they go by the population of the counties, okay? So you need to find mm -hmm. out what the term of court is for your specific county. You can find it. You should be able to find it in your statutes. I just put in your statutes and put in terms of court, and they'll probably tell you what the terms are for each of the counties in your particular region. Once you get that, you need to file it in that term, specific term of court and then file a bill in equity uh, and to have it adjudicated because – in equity, time is of the essence. I, a lot of people don't understand the time frames involved in a lot of things. For instance, you know, once you receive some correspondence, you really only have 72 hours to respond to them before it becomes binding. And, you know, I know it mm. doesn't appear like that. But that's real. That's all real, you know. That's all. Right. Look on any car contract, when you purchase anything uh, that you finance, every, all of them will tell you, you, can, you know, you, you, got the, uh, you have the right to rescind it within 72 hours. All right. right. So their contract, everything that's operating out in the public is operating through contracts right now because there isn't any money. And that's how rights are secured. Rights are secured through contracts. I have a document, man. It is so good. 
uh, them from some army attorneys where they break all that down and explain that how people have this misconception about rights. Rights are obtained through contracts. They're obtained mm. through contracts. That's how you get rights, through contracts. I mean, he was breaking it down. He said rights don't come through natural law. Rights come through contracts. Mm. They were breaking it down. Mm. They were breaking it down. I was like, and it, it would make sense to me, too. I mean, you know, I hate it when they kind of they kind of seem like they shit on natural law because natural law are mutable laws. You know, they can say whatever they want. But I did right. understand what he was saying. I'll come in these courtrooms uh, when you have rights. Okay, how your rights are there in contrast? That's how private individuals secure their rights through contracts. Because contract law is private law. Contract makes the law. That's what trust operates through. Contracts. Everything in a trust operates through a contract. Everything in a trust operates mm-hmm. through a contract. A private trust. So you, it's very important for people to understand that. Your con- and contracts come in many different forms. You got express contracts, implied contracts. You know, you got executory contracts. You got executed contracts. You know, you got a lot of different types of contracts. And you got to study that and see what you're dealing with. Uh, and situations like this, when they are attempting to correspond with you, they're contracting with you. When you go into the courtroom, they're contracting with you. It's a verbal contract. Or it's some sort of implied contract through your uh, silence, being acquiescence or something like that. Those same equitable principles apply to them as well. So, you know, when they don't respond to you, they've contracted, they've agreed, in essence, to the uh, tenor of your particular document. The, uh, uh, the uh, particular, um, uh, uh, if you, you should have a list in your document of stating that, okay, if you don't respond to this, this is what I am going to uh, assume that you have agreed to, unless you uh, uh, presume that you've agreed to, unless you rebut the presumption in writing within the time you know allocated under Regulation Z, Truth and Lending, then we can do that. But if you're not, okay. Now, as far as their time frame to uh, respond back, that may be governed by statute. In the case of uh, you know a verification of debt under the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act, I believe it's like 21 days that they have to respond. And so forth. So you know, you got you have, you have to know. It depends on the situation and what you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the case of a mortgage, I always tend to them a negotiable instrument because what's going to come up is did you satisfy the obligation? And we're not going to stay away from the word pay because you can't pay right. for anything. Uh, you can only set right. off something. That's, when you read the UCC, you know that's all it got. You know, accord and satisfaction, set off. All that is. By negotiable instruments, okay? So you tender them this instrument, okay? They can put that on their books. Now, yeah, you have to uh, put a claim on that instrument as well as notify the IRS so they can, so it can be assessed. Because when they start talking all this stuff, we don't take this, we don't take that, okay? Listen, man, ain't no money. They can play that game all they want to. All right, explain to me where money is coming. Explain to me where value is derived from. Value is derived from interest in things. Interest in things is obtained through contract or some sort of lien in a, a particular thing, okay? That, that value mm-hmm. now can be traded, it can be sold, it can be discounted. A lot of different things can be done, but there ain't no money. Federal Reserve notes are promissory notes. We live in a debt-based economy. Quit playing. <laughs> quit trying to fool anybody. The shit you're saying don't make no fucking sense whatsoever. If you want to call into this show and try to make convince me, that somehow there's some money, okay? <laughs> I I know there's gold and silver. I understand right. that, but that's not being used as a medium of exchange and commerce. So don't be stupid. 
It's being mm. traded. It's like they, the value of it is allowed to fluctuate now on the market. So now I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a medium of exchange that's used for goods and services. Money of Hell exchange. Yeah. What we have is money of account. And it's very easy. Money of account works in a debt-based system. You got to zero out the balance sheet. In other words, if you owe me some money, let's say you owe me 100 pounds in gold. Okay, well, if something comes mm-hmm. around and I owe you 100 pounds in gold, well, we never really need any gold because we just zero it out. It sets off against each other. So I, and right. that's why you say you don't really need money. That's why they say it in that thing, if money is not really needed, gold and silver is not really needed. It's not really needed as long as you do the accounting on it properly, as long as the books balance and everything zeroes out, that nobody owes anybody anything, then you don't need gold and silver. That's how a debt-based economy operates. So when you're looking at this $21 trillion debt that's accumulated, okay, well, that's the people in the United States. It's something we're not doing. We're not zeroing out the account. Hmm. Something we're not yeah. doing. Well, so I got I got another question that's all the way from, but it's a bit different. All right, go um, ahead. State citizen versus the sovereign. Um, right. I, I I did the uh, what the S five form, Social Security SS five form, fought along, and you know you get the little. Downloads PDFs online. I filled that out. I sent that to the Social Security trying to get that all squashed out. Right. Um, I'm, I really don't think they honored it. Um, I'm pretty. All they're gonna they do is it. say you don't. All they're gonna do is start. T- well, they honor it. It's just like this. It's no different than when you close a bank account. When you close mm-hmm. an account at a bank, account don't disappear. It's closed. A closed account right. is open for adjustment and set off. It's closed for. Uh, debits and credit. So the first thing they're gonna tell you is don't use it. So if you go if you go send something in on a social security number, we'll stop using it. Stop adding debits and credits to it. Okay. Right. Don't use it for anything. All right. We shouldn't receive anything else on this social security number. Okay. But it still can right. be used for set off. It still right. can be used for set off. Uh, that's why when you read some of this material and some of this redemption stuff, uh, especially like in something like creditors and their bonds or something, it'll keep referencing something called a closed account. Use your closed account. And that's what they're talking about. You know, you've rescinded this social security number by giving them notice. And and it's like a bank account, a real bank and a bank account. It don't go anywhere either. You know, the bank account existed before you even got the account. How do you think you walked in and got the checks and everything already (laughs) pre-printed for the account? Right. Right? It already existed. All right. So the, the account is not going anywhere. Right? Just like the Social Security number. It's not going anywhere, but you need to stop using it. Actions speak louder than words. Okay, that account is going to uh, – a, that's a public uh, charitable trust. So, you know, you, it's almost like you got a stock share in that particular trust, and you have, uh, you're a beneficiary, and you have an entitlement right to a prorated interest in the distribution from that particular trust. That is what you are using in the secure party, the value of that right of that distribution, okay, which is represented by the birth certificate, okay, you're using that as an offset to any public liability and so forth, all right? This is what's really going on, 
and that people need to understand. I know you need to, if you understand what I'm saying, go back, keep playing audio over and over and over again, and it'll start making sense to you. It'll really start making sense to you when you start studying trust law. If you don't understand trust law, you don't understand what I just said, because you don't understand that uh, how uh, trust certificates operate. Or, you know, stock mm-hmm. certificates, same thing. Stock certificates and trust certificates, they base, they're very similar. Well, is there is there a way to clarify that it's that it that it's uh, been closed? Because my whole my my whole thing is um, I don't you put you want to be bothered you, with this court system. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, you give notices that you give notices to everybody. Everything in this everything mm-hmm. privately is done through notices. You know, you gotta give notices. Okay. You know, that's for everybody. You know, you gotta write these people, let them know. You know, it's like, hey, look. Yeah, I, I here's my notice. You know, I'm not. I have no desire, you know, to participate anymore. You know, I was going to do a video. Um, I'm gonna do a video today on on that. I'm gonna do a video today. It's gonna be on YouTube. Be looking on YouTube for it. I've been saying I was gonna do it. I just been lazy, but you know, I'm gonna go ahead and do the video on it and put it on YouTube and let y'all see what I'm talking about because the information's already out there. Everything I'm telling you is already out there. It's not like been out there for years, like well, shit, at least twenty years. <laughs> well, see, my thing you know. is, I, you know, I put I put that thing in the rescind my rescind my social, and, and uh, you know, I'm out here. I'm I'm what do you call it? Right to traveling. Well, you, you know looking for them? Not, you looking for them to give you some sort of verification that your social security account is closed? Is that what you want? Because you're not gonna get well, that. That's what you're looking well, because, for. <laughs> because it pissed me off. I got you know. Okay, you didn't ask my question. Are you looking? Are you looking for? Some sort of verification that your social security account is closed. Yes or no? Uh, yeah, yeah. Not on. You're the not going to get paper, that. You're not going to get that. What's your next question? What's your next question? Oh, you're not okay, going to get that. They're not going right, to. You're never going to get. You're never going to get anything from them in writing verification, verifying none of this. Well, right? They're not going to put even, nothing like that in the record writing. in the public. So if you well, have some well, sort of expectation for that, you don't know what you're doing, and you don't know what you're involved in, and you need to I, stop I doing I it. Need, I don't need I don't need any writing, but my whole thing is, you know, I'm why doing my right but? to travel stuff. Why you, why you keep What's saying that? but? I mean, if you got a right to travel, they're not going to send you no verification you're on a do not detain list. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that either. The only saying way you're going to know is if you get pulled over. Huh? Right, that's what I'm saying. But when I get pulled over, that's when I have an issue. I'm like, look, doing this is where I'm not a ward of the state, and you just take. Well, you me ain't you on the do not detain list if they fucking with you, then okay. If you ain't on it, <laughs> not well, on it if they say, okay. still fucking with you, okay. <laughs> so, so even without a social, you still need to get on the do not detain list to be. Well, I don't know. I don't know. know what you're doing. I mean, what do you do? You got a job. You got a job. Uh, I don't, you got I a don't job. work under my social. I don't work under my social. Oh, you don't work under your social. You got a job. You no. got a bank account. You don't work under your, you don't work. No. What, what do you work no. under then? How, what do you work under? Uh, it's a trust. It's a trust account. It's a, you, got, oh, you got a trust account. So you gave yeah. your job a trust number to work. So basically, what are you like, 1099? You contract for services I'm with the job. I'm a company. You know, I have a, I have a, a business trust there that EIN. But I don't have. Okay. I haven't worked on the social in quite some time. You have a driver's license. You have a driver's license. Yep. Okay. Well, you know that's connected to your social security number. Right. See, let me say this, y'all. Let me say 
y'all philosophy. If you go back and listen to all my audios the last five years, I don't engage in none of that shit y'all talking about. I my whole thing is my whole thing is secured party offsetting debt. Okay, it don't really matter if you have a driver's license or none of that shit because everything is commercial, everything is debt, and you are the creditor and you're supposed to offset the obligation without arguing with these people. That is what you that's how the system is set up to operate. What y'all are doing is going to war. Okay? Y'all are going to war with these people. You know what I'm saying? And which you're not going to win because they got all the guns. Uh, they have monopolized everything. And then you come on here and y'all complain how shit don't work and shit like that. And like, motherfucker, you ain't in control of nothing. They ain't control of everything. All right? They set up. They got a document out there. I got to find it. I think it was Edward Mandelhouse um, where he stated that everybody who understands the system is going to love it. And those who don't understand it is going to hate it. All right? Mm-hmm. And that has been my experience because the people really understand the system. They like got access to like they, they trust accounts, black cards doing that. They not, they not doing none of this shit y'all doing. They not doing right. none of that shit that y'all, y'all doing and all that, all that old arguing and shit. They come in, they pay it. They paying the debt because, and this is why I keep telling everybody to read creditors and their bonds, but won't none of y'all read it. Every, every call I get, I tell people to read creditors and their bonds. None of y'all will read it because in there it tells you very clearly how, how the system operates, how you're not supposed to argue. Okay, well, I mean, well, then you know that you don't argue well, with it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but here's, so here's my, so here's my, my fear. Why you keep saying but? Why you keep saying but? Why you keep saying well, but? But I don't know. I, I don't <laughs> you know, know what I'm saying? That, but I'm saying this is my, this is my fear because I had a, okay. I had a case. And then I was like, you know, trying to accept the charges and stuff like this, right? It's not that I did it right, okay. to say, you know, I'm amateur, you know what I mean? But right. it was tricky because it was like, okay, now I accepted these charges. But I'm like, okay, even if they get like discharged, like, isn't it like paying the charge? Like, isn't it like I don't want to pay the charge, so I don't want to accept it because I don't want to, uh, I don't want to agree to that charge. You're not like, agreeing to the it, charge. You're not agreeing to the charge. You're you're not argue, you're not you're not agreeing to the charge. You're agreeing to the facts. There's a difference in the facts and the charge. Okay, facts okay. is facts are facts. Okay, you're not disputing any facts. The charge is something else. Like, look, I don't that don't have nothing to do with me. That's charge. That's under a different jurisdiction. The fact is, they say, okay, you wrote a negotiable instrument and tendered it and tendered it uh, to pay. They'll say pay your mortgage. And let's say you got you did some fucked up shit and put routing numbers at the back of it, tried to take it to the bank and cash it, and it came and arrested your ass. And now you got a charge, which is a mm-hmm. lien, which is a lien. Let me let me let me let me as I do this, I'm going to read you the definition of words. So let's start with the definition of charge. Let's look at and see what this word means. First of all, let's look at and let's look and see what this word means, charge. All right, so I'm in a Black's Law 8th edition, all right, and I'm going to page, what is it? I got the electronic version on the Internet. Y'all can, you, can just, you can just Google it on the Internet if y'all on the Internet. Just put in Black's Law 8th edition dot PDF. It'll come up. There's a million of them on the uh, Internet. And put up, uh, and then open up the PDF, go to C, and go to the word charge. 
under this word charge, you have it as a verb and you have it as a noun. All right, so as a verb, to impose a burden, duty, obligation, or lien, to create a claim against property, to claim, to demand, to accuse, to instruct a jury on matters of law. And they got semicolons after all of that. So they're showing you the additional meaning. It's a lien. Let's go to the noun. An encumbrance, lien, or claim, a burden or load, an obligation or duty, a liability, an accusation. So we can see very clearly that a charge is a lien. Mm-hmm. It's a lien. A lien is evidence of a debt. There's only three mm-hmm. ways to get out of a debt. If you know the 10 maxima of commercial law, payment in full, counter affidavit, or jury trial. You can't uh, pay in full because it ain't no money. So your alternative is to discharge it. It's a charge, so it has to be discharged. Mm-hmm. So I'm not making this up. You can go and read it in their law dictionary and they'll tell you this shit. And then you can go over to their statutes and you will see evidence of it if you go to the law library. Here in Georgia, we have OCGA 17111. It tells you very clearly, very clearly, in no uncertain terms, when you are found guilty, they put a lien against all your property. Now mm-hmm. we have to look up the word property. What does the word property mean? Let's find out what the word property means. Because a lot of y'all think you know what that word means. All right? So let's see what, what property is. Okay? Property. All right. All right. Okay, I'm in a black side edition because I already got it open. And I'm going to go with the word property, the electronic version. Property. Okay, proper H-I. Okay, property. Okay, I'm on page, what page is this? 1382. Wait a minute, am I, am I in the, is this the fourth edition? I'm in the Blackstar fourth edition. I apologize. I'm reading these definitions from the fourth edition of Black's Law Dictionary. I'm reading from a fourth edition. And, uh, let me go to the eighth edition because the, the definition of property, that last one I just read on charge that came out of a fourth edition. I apologize, but it tell you the same thing in black law eight, tell you the same thing, but I'm going to read this definition of charge out of eighth edition because you need an updated dictionary. So you understand what, how it has changed due to the fact that after 1933, okay, that's because after 1933 property kind of has changed a little bit. So I apologize for that, y'all. I was still in that Black Soft 4 edition, but that was a good definition coming out of it. Read that char- word charge under Black Soft 4 and get uh, and then go to the 8th edition and read it and to the updated ones. You're going to see by the 6th sense, it's going to tell you it's a lean. But uh, we go to the word property. All right, property. I'm going to page. A lot of different damn definition of property. I'm okay. I'm on page 3,841, electronic version, Black's Law 8th edition. Okay, property. The right to possess, use, and enjoy a determinate thing, either track of land or shadow. The right of ownership. The institution of private property is protected from undue government interference, also termed bundle of rights, constitutional law. Okay, any external thing over which the right to possession, use, and enjoyment are exercised. 
Now, let's look at what the X commentary says, okay? In its widest sense, property includes all a person's legal rights of whatever description. A man's property is all that is his in law. This usage, however, is obsolete at the present day. This usage, however, is obsolete at the present day. This usage, however, is obsolete at the present. Why are they saying that? They ain't saying it ain't no good. They're saying it's obsolete, which means it's, fall, it's falling out of disuse. When they use this word obsolete, that means it's not valid anymore. It's just not, it's obsolete because something has changed. What Somebody has changed? <laughs> what has changed that made that, okay, let me read it again. Here is what they are saying has changed. In its widest sense, property includes all a person's legal rights, of whatever description, a man's property is all that is his in law. A man's property is all that is his in law. This usage, however, is obsolete at the present day, though it is common enough in the older books. And a second and narrower property includes all a person's rights but only his proprietary as opposed to his personal rights. The former constitute his estate or property, while the latter constitute his status or personal condition. In this sense, a man's land, shadows, shares, and the debts due to him are his property, but not his life or liberty or reputation. What the fuck? <laughs> about but not yeah, his life, liberty of reputation in a third application which is that adopted here the term includes not even all proprietary rights but only those which are both proprietary and in rem in rem means against a thing the law of property is the law of proprietary rights in rem the law of property is the law of proprietary rights in rem the law of property is the, the law of property is the law of proprietary rights in rem. The law of proprietary rights in personam being distinguished from it as the ob, law of obligation. According to this usage, a freehold or leasehold of state and land or a patent or copyright is property, but a debt or the benefit of a contract is not. Finally, in the narrowest use of the term, it includes nothing more than corporal property. That is to say, the right of ownership in a material object or that object itself. Now, this is by John Solomon, Jurisprudence, uh, volume 423, I think it was page 423. This right here sounds confusing as hell. It sounds like they didn't turn mm -hmm. everything backwards. This is why I'm bringing this to your attention, because after you read this, then when you go over to OCGA 1711-4, when they say they find you guilty, they put a lien against all your property, and then it gets executed through a fife, which is a fairy facius, which means it's Latin for, which means you have caused it to be done. It was your fault. You did it. You have caused it to be done. A fife. Okay? Look it up. All right? So all of this is happening, and it's all admiralty, because admiralty deals with in rem and in personam, okay, primarily in rem against the property. 
What is this property? My question always has been to the attorneys out there listening. Okay, it says un, in Georgia that it is the judge don't have no discretion. Every judge, if you're found guilty of something, has to put a lien against you. Use the word may, and the word may in a legal sense means must. So as I say, the judge doesn't have any discretion. They have to put a lien against you if you're found guilty against all of your property. Now, my question would be, if I'm a homeless person on the street and you arrest me, because this goes for every single person that's arrested, what fucking property are you putting a lien against? Your state. Where's your state? So, social security number, all that stuff in the first background. First thing they ask you for. Start, first thing they ask you for, ain't it? <laughs> right. First yep. thing they ask you for. Okay, now, are they taking money out of your social security account? Do they have to? No. When you put a lien against something, you don't have to access the account. The lien itself has value. Now, what can I do with that lien? Lien is evidence of a debt. I can create a bond out of it. I can discount it. I can pool it together. It's a fungible instrument. I can pool it together with other instruments and put it in some sort of fund and sell interest in it. Now, if you don't think that's happening and you think all your taxes are paying for everything and Ronald Reagan did the Grace Commission report and let all of y'all know that your fucking taxes don't go to pay for the services you think they do. That 100% of your tax is going to pay the interest on the national debt. Uh, you go to usdebtclock.org and see y'all $21 trillion in debt. You think these people plan about that? You ain't <laughs> only about 51% of Americans pay taxes. So if they're not getting enough money to pay for everything through taxes, where's the money coming from? It can only come from one place, putting liens on people. That's the only other place they can get some money from. Because they don't produce anything. Government don't produce anything. So where the money coming from? Yep, that's what they want. They want that social. I'm trying to get rid of that bad boy. They want that social security number. All right? So, Okay. You know, you try to go get rid of it. And I'm going to do a video on it today. So you're trying to get rid of this number, okay? And they don't have, you know, they go, you know, basically they'll tell you, well, stop using it. And that's what you should do. You should stop using it. Now, I need an affidavit of sovereignty because it's kind of difficult to operate in today's society without a Social Security number. You can go get your CPN number, and you can make a lot of things happen with a CPN number if you know what you're doing. You can. You really can. You can operate through a CPN number. You can operate through a trust, you know. But really, you need it to really be effective at, at being private. You've got to have your own business. You've got to have these businesses making money for you so you can survive, so you can, you know, build you some sort of private kingdom for yourself. You know, you can take this from the public into the private, you know, transfer your, your Federal Reserve notes into gold and silver, whatever, whatever it is that you need to do. But you need to be doing something that's going to generate an, uh, uh, a cash flow. I ain't saying an income, all right? Because you got to trust you don't have no income, okay? Right. All right. You don't have no income, so you want a cash flow that's coming in. All right. You want to learn how to utilize that because money follows the same principle as electricity, okay? It's constantly flowing. All right. So the, where is that money flowing to? All right. Is it going to? Are you in, involved in some sort of exchange, or do you have some sort of profit or gain? 
You know, those are two issues. Are you are we going to be doing tax avoidance or tax evasion? No, we want to do tax <laughs> avoidance. We don't want to do tax evasion. Yeah. All right. right. So you learn how to do business and how the system operates because you're going to have to operate in their system unless you're going to do what the Amish do. The Amish understand, hey, fuck all that. We don't want no cell phones. We don't want no damn internet. We don't need to get on a goddamn rocket and go to the fucking moon. All right, we got a horse and a goddamn buggy, and we got some fire. We cook our food. We'll build our own goddamn houses, and we'll draw our goddamn water out of a well in the ground. I mean, that's, that's really kind of what I'm doing, man. I, I was out there. I was making $30,000 a month, man, in my trucking company, and I shut all that down. I got me a piece of land. I'm off green all the way, and I only work for two days a week, but even still, that still under, you know, still looks like I'm just under my business, you know? And, uh, and you know, you know I'm trying to get everything. Thing, you can, you can, you can, you can, you can start slowly, you know, acclimating yourself to the private, get you some land. You know, I, I'm, there's a brother on YouTube I'm real impressed with. He's a, he's a pastor and, um, he got, he got it. They got a community. They didn't build their own land. They build their own houses. He's a brother too. And they doing it. They, they doing what everybody's talking about. I don't know mm-hmm. if he's a Hebrew Israelite or, or what, but, uh, you know, he uses the word Yahweh. You know, that usually indicates to me that there's some sort of affiliation with the Hebrew Israelites, but, um, mm-hmm. He's a very intelligent brother, very honorable brother, um, uh, very spiritual, you know, God-fearing man. And, you know, they got their women and everything acting like women, not trying to act like niggas and shit and things like that. <laughs> and those things, I'm just keeping it real, you know what I'm saying? You yeah, know, right. it's what it is. You know, everybody knows their role. You know, you have a community mm-hmm. of people, you know, women, men are supposed to be men. Women are supposed to be women. Men are protectors and providers, and women are nurturers. And caretakers, they take care of the home. What's wrong with those right. roles? What happened in our society where somebody made it feel like a woman need to stay home and take care of the kids and take care of the home made that seem like that's beneath her to do? What happened? Right. And they ain't happy. They, they out there have to go to work every <laughs> fucking day and, and work on a fucking job and right. act like they happy about I that shit. It. You ain't happy about that shit. You wish you could right. find you a black man that made a lot of damn money so you can sit on your ass at home and take care of the kids. If you don't want right. that, you don't know your ass is crazy. Right. So you out here killing in war. Out here, what we doing? Business is war. Mm, yes, but is. that's what I mean. They want to join the army, go fight in the military, <laughs> go die, do all kind of shit now. You know what I'm saying? Right. To right. act like men and women are equal. Men and women ain't equal. You can't do what we do. If you think you can, take a professional woman's basketball team and go against a pro men's basketball team and see don't even get their ass destroyed. Quick. <laughs> right? It is what it is. You know, it's not. I'm not downing them. You're good at what you do. Do what you do. But don't try to do what we do. You don't see us trying to be you. Well, maybe you do. I'm going to take that back. <laughs> <laughs> Take that back. Nowadays, you do see a lot of us trying to be you. But, you know, they switched the road. I was reading something about that, talking about the polarity of the planet, how it shifted on its axis. And that's why you're seeing um, so many women trying to be men and so many men trying to be women. You know, it's some, of- uh, some sort of polarity shift and happened. And, you know, you got this because when I was growing up, you didn't see all this, man. You didn't see all this shit right here. 
I'm like, God damn, what the fuck happened? And she said it exploded. Like, like, and then, you know, I want to talk about some politics today, too, because I want to get on this Democratic left and this Republican, this walkaway movement, um, who is really in control of the Democratic Party. Has the Democratic Party really been um, beneficial to us? The Democratic Party, in my opinion, is controlled by Jews. Um, they have not been doing anything for us. And if you want me to verify that, you can go listen to Rabbi Finkelstein. You can go, go and look at what happened in Germany in 1930s and 40s. Um, the Democrats were controlled by the Jews then, and Hitler came in with his own party. Hitler didn't, didn't trust any of the parties. He came in with his own party, right? and they were in control of the judicial system. This, uh, this dude, um, what happened with this Kavanaugh situation? Kavanaugh is a white man, okay? They had Merrick Garland who Obama nominated was a Jew and the Republicans blocked him. Okay. So they were going to have four Jews on the Supreme court. We are, they are, we already got three Jews on the Supreme court. They are attempting to get uh, the majority in the Supreme court. Trump blocked it. See, this is what y'all understand about Trump. Trump can't come out and say Jews because the first thing they're going to do is start calling them anti-Semitic. So he said the left, mm-hmm. And everything he used these terms and everything. Yeah. Uh, right. Ann Cutler, she said the same thing. If y'all want to understand, go listen to Rabbi Finkelstein, and then go back and listen why they building that wall against Mexico because the Jews plan on bringing all the Mexicans in, have sex with all the white people to thin out their race, <laughs> right? To wipe them out of existence, right? Uh, uh, the next thing, you know, they try to get the majority in the Supreme Court so they can get rid of the guns. I so they didn't want to say with Kavanaugh, what's the next thing you see? Oh, a synagogue got shot up. We need to address Trump. What you going to do? We need to address these guns now. They're doing everything in their power to get these guns. They the ones pass these laws, right. put y'all ass in prison, put you in prison. You know, this, yeah, this I was, why. I was in oh, court. This, yeah, man, I was if you want to study history and see what's going on, you understand what the media is completely Jewish. Every time Trump is telling one of the media people, you are, you are fake, you fake news, he's talking to a Jew. Yeah, when I was in Y'all court, man, everybody, everybody that took a deal had to give up their guns for 10 years. They're trying to get guns out of everybody's hands. So they so they putting crimes on you. Either they're going to make you a convicted felon or they're just going to – that's not working fast enough because they can't build a prison <laughs> – and arrest people fast enough. They need to get a law passed. Right. They try to get these guns. Once they get them guns out your hand, your ass is going to be a slave. All right? You're going to be a slave. You buying that shit if you want to, them people going to hem your ass up. You're going to go in hell. Because these people have let it known that you are here to serve them. Right? And this is not nothing I'm saying. I can pull up on their Jewish websites and let these rabbis tell you in Yiddish that the goy. Mm-hmm are here to serve us and they animals. Diane Feinstein is a Jew. May, uh, what is the, uh, 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 Mer- uh, Garland Mer- Merrick was a Jew. Go and look at the nationality of these people. They're all Jews. They're Jews. But do you think that do you think that uh, there's something different between the Republicans? I, I'm talking just only the Democrats or the Jews. I think who I is, think who Trump. Are the Republicans? I think Trump is different, 
In other words, Trump is a uh, – if you go back and look at Trump all the way back, man, when he's younger, I, I wouldn't look at his interviews when he was younger. When he was talking about, I don't think I'm going to run for president, his whole concern has been with business and the trade agreements and how America's getting pimped by, like, China. You know, they can sell everything they want to sell over here. We can't sell shit over there. All right? right. You know, like, who does the fucking deal like that? You know, I agree with Trump. Who the fuck, who the fuck agreed to this bullshit? Agree to this, you know. So the thing is, is, is that Trump, in my opinion, because black people, they just don't, uh, they don't, they they just don't like they they're not fully informed. Like with the Kanye West situation, Kanye West said, you know, black people wanted to be in slavery. That's all black people heard after he said that they uh, they stopped, they cut off listening, they hear shit else, and then they went publicly trying to dismantle the man even though he was explaining the law of attraction okay and where else also you know because harry tubman said harry tubman said if more black people knew they were slaves i could have freed more people now there's somebody actually in the underground railroad freeing mm-hmm. black people telling you these motherfuckers don't know they slaves they happy where yeah. they at right exactly and you got yeah. that same shit going on today. As long as you got a job and you make enough money to pay your car note and your house note and put some food on the table and your kids can go to public school, you happy. You think that the yeah. 13th Amendment, let me read y'all about 13th Amendment. This come out, it's just right in a Black's Law Dictionary. Let's look up the word slavery in a Black's Law Dictionary. They're coming out right out of their book. This out their book. Because y'all think slavery got, got, got done away with. This kind of they be living under. They be just walking around thinking this shit. You know, it's just like, where are you getting this, these thoughts from? This, this, you know, you know, read something. You know, read something. You look at the word slavery in the Black's Law 8th edition. And that's why Kanye West said we need to get rid of the 13th Amendment. They started blasting them on that. But that's what they call when they say, let the heathens rage, let the heathens rage, all right? The 13th Amendment is what they are using to put our ass in prison. It's the 13th Amendment, all right? That's what they're using to put our ass in prison, all right? The 13th Amendment didn't do a motherfucking thing to help us, all right? That's a damn lie, all right? They didn't get rid of slavery. Let me read this to you. I'm on page 4,334. I'm in a Black's Law, uh, a Black's Law 8th edition electronic version. And it says slavery was a big problem for the Constitution makers. Those who profited by it insisted on protecting it. Those who loathed it dreaded even more the prospect that to insist on abolition would mean the Constitution would die aborning. Aborning means at its inception or at its beginning. So the framers made a compromise of sorts. The words slave and slavery would never be mentioned, but the Constitution would safeguard the peculiar institution from the abolitionists. Now, it tells you right here that the Constitution protects slavery from the abolitionists. That's what they mean when they say <laughs> peculiar institution. Right. They just told Joe, illiterate ass, okay, straight up in your face, right, we, the Constitution protects slavery. All we did was got rid of the word slave and slave. 
Now, what is it you don't understand about what we say? We ain't got rid of shit. Slave, the Constitution <laughs> protects slavery. It didn't get rid of shit. So where did y'all get this myth? You can read the 13th Amendment and see it because they use that word except. Except if you are convicted of a crime. They let you know. Okay, it say all we're going to do is turn our plantations into prison facilities. Right. And it's easy to lock them up because all we got to do is make spitting on the sidewalk a felony. Had you just sit on the sidewalk, <laughs> y'all said, okay, you got to do 10 years in prison. What? What, what, are you, what are you talking about? And then they get the charge on you. You can't get the motherfucker off on you. Anybody who knows, you get a charge on you. Getting that motherfucker is easy. Getting it off of you is hard as a motherfucker. They put a charge on your ass and everything. No evidence, no witnesses. Still don't want to throw the motherfucker away. You be like, motherfucker, you ain't got no evidence, no witnesses or nothing. You still don't be dismissed. Nah, we, we can't dismiss it. We don't want to dismiss it. What you mean you don't want to dismiss it? You ain't got shit. Well, we just going to hold your ass in jail for eight months. And you, we're going to fatigue you out and coming off of your deal, motherfucker. You're going to take it. This, listen, if you want to know why, some, I had some old bitch-ass motherfucker come on my YouTube page, a goddamn troll. I hope you fucking listening. Listen very carefully. All right? He's going to say, why are you so persistent? Why don't you go do something else? Motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Why ain't do nothing else? Because I sat in that goddamn cell, motherfucker, and learned all this shit. I know what these motherfuckers will do. I, I know I corrupted, don't have no evidence or nothing, and hold your ass in jail two motherfucking years without a conviction. Make you do the motherfucking time before you even get convicted, and then come and offer you some motherfucking time served. I know what's going right. on. I know what's going on. Yeah. That's why I'm, I'm trying to alert my people. I'm talking to my people. That's what I'm doing. Hey, I know you ain't changed not one motherfucking bit. I'm trying to let my people know, motherfucker, you ain't changed. You the same motherfucker that was doing shit 400 goddamn years ago. You ain't changed not one goddamn bit. Your crazy ass still want to put people in slavery. You still want people to work for you while you can sit on your goddamn ass and do nothing. And motherfucking oppress motherfuckers. Exactly. For some bullshit. That's what I see. Y'all brought motherfucking drugs into this country. We ain't got no motherfucking helicopters and planes. I got some friends that were in the military. We all went down there and got um got them drugs from a what not Pablo Escobar. What what dude's name? I got Mexican in Panama. Got down to Panama and got them drugs. Y'all took them big ass uh C uh C one eighties or whatever type plane is. Went down there and got that. some of my friends, they were in the military, they were on that crew. They said, man, we took about four goddamn planes goddamn, and filled it up with cocaine and motherfucking marijuana and brought it back to the United States. I don't know if I know where that shit is. Y'all put it on the streets. So you give it us. And Rabbi Finkelstein tell you, we give them the drugs, let them get fucked up, pass them lost, put their ass in jail. We make money off the sales from it. We get to lock your ass up and put you on a goddamn plantation. We get to fuck up your family. That's what the gay agenda, the LBGT community and all this shit, you know, 
our, our the, yep. the, the masculinization of all our men and shit. This is the same shit. That's why Hitler was acting the way he was acting. When you try to point this out, they start calling you anti-Semitic. Somebody has an agenda. And if you can't see it, you slow. The Romans had a maxim. Let he who can be fooled be fooled. Motherfucker, you dumb enough to allow somebody to put you in slavery. Malcolm X said it best. Only a fool allows his enemy to educate his children. (laughs) You let the enemy educate your children. And wonder why that you and your kids listen to the rap music. Listen to that shit. Look how they dressing. And the bad thing, they don't even know. They don't even know they've been dumbed down. They think it's proper to spell you with the letter U when you type. You know, they think that is correct <laughs> grammar. They don't even know. It is this shit that's been going on for so long, they don't even know what intelligence is. That is what it said in Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars. The moat of ignorance, you know what a moat is? A moat is a wet round of castle. They're going to make the moat so wide that you don't even know how much you don't know. Hmm. So you don't, even have, you, don't even, you don't even have a reference point. Like, for instance, if we sit there and tell you these motherfuckers already got bases on Mars, on Titan, on Saturn, they got technology that make anything on Star Wars, anything on Star Trek look like it's antiquated. If we tell you that, you won't believe. They get handing you little cell phones. This technology 50 y'all damn years old. Think this is an extraterrestrial goddamn technology. Came out in the 80s. U.S. Sprint brought it out. I was working with them. Okay, you got all this stuff happening around you, and they keeping you. You think you know a lot, and the only place you go is in your city, back and forth to work, and up to the goddamn store. And if somebody tell you there's a Bigfoot out in goddamn Montana, you don't believe the shit. You ain't never been a goddamn Montana wood your whole goddamn life. And now they got this flat earth shit going on. I mean, they trying to associate that with security party. Flat earthers. <laughs> Where did this shit come from? And they pushing it. What? Even if the earth is flat, so what? What do that got to do with the price of tea in China? We got bigger issues than worrying about if the earth is flat or not. Anyway, that's my rant for the day. <laughs> I can't understand. Anyway, I just I understand some of this shit, you know. Anyway, go ahead, man. I'm, I'm sorry. I know I got all point. But, you know, the one thing leads into another. What people got to understand, this secure party stuff is more than just fill out paperwork. It is a mentality. It is an understanding that you recognize how the world is operating. It is an understanding that you recognize where the world is heading. And you're taking steps to protect yourself. You're taking steps 
to let motherfuckers know that you, these motherfuckers that's trying to take over the planet came out of a pussy just like you, okay? They came out of a right. pussy just like you, all right? All right? They don't have no right to rule over nobody. These motherfuckers is insane. You got to understand, you got to recognize who these people are. These are some motherfuckers, crazy motherfuckers. They want to dominate over other people. They don't want to leave you alone. You just, most of y'all just want to be left alone and in peace. Most of you, right. overwhelming majority of people want to be just left the fuck alone. Do you think these motherfuckers going to leave you alone? You think they're going to leave you alone? Not at all. Not, not, not at all. Alone. They predators. You like a goddamn lamb. You the <laughs> lamb, they wolves. You're wolves. Lambs want to be left alone too. But they wolves. And you know what I am? I'm a goddamn lion. When I find one of them, I try to goddamn crack his goddamn neck with goddamn hyenas and shit. Kill their motherfucking ass. Break their goddamn neck. When you put your foot on their neck, break that motherfucker. Because that's what they're going to do to you. Well, I'm just, I'm pissed then because, you know, I went to court. You know how they, they give you a ticket. So I'm like, okay, I just barely realized I had to go to court. So when I went to court, you know, the judge told me, I had to sign something else or he's gonna throw me in jail. And this you gotta is just, do this what? Is a, he, okay, I got a I got a ticket for driving without a license, right? But then they searched me not willingly. I told them, you know, I know you gotta search me for weapons, but I don't consent to any search. Anyway, he searched me. I got two IDs. I don't show him my my, my driver license when I'm in my private, right? Right. As Harlem Mail and everything like that. Anyway, that's a whole nother wallet. So then, this, so then they like they couldn't find that number. So they they searched. You know what I'm saying? So when they searched me, they found my driver's license. Okay. And so mind you, I got MSO on my vehicle is not registered as a you know motor vehicle nothing like that. Anyway, these motherfuckers give me a ticket so that that they won't take me to jail at that time. And that is whatever. So then I do like the little uh, Senate sent it back to him in 72 hours and all that type of stuff. So I get to court. When I get to court, you know, I'm not cooperating. You know, the, everything they ask me, I'm not understanding, you know, I'm, I'm I'm not accepting all the charges and all that, you know, not accepting for value and all that type of stuff. But anyway, the guy, the, the judge tells me, you better sign this. He said, I'm going to release you on OR, and if you don't sign this, you got to go to, you going to jail. And I'm hot. I'm like, okay, you know, you know, let me let me sign this because you know people don't know. I'm a reco- a OR is a, a re- OR is a recognizance bond, and you should sign it because basically a recognizance bond is all, released on your own recognizance, and you're agreeing to pay the debt. Yeah, see that you're I, agreeing I'm, to pay the debt. Yeah. That's what an OR is for. Well, if I agree to pay the debt, why well, I got to keep going to court? Did you give them a negotiable instrument for it? No, no, this no. They got. That's why you keep going to court. <laughs> it's a, you know, well, it's a guy, you know, you well, got to. You got to keep trying to understand. To me, the, what I think of the social security number is. To me, and, and I and I'm probably absolutely, absolutely wrong. I don't know, but I'm thinking, you know, with a social with, without a social security number, they wouldn't be able to hold me like that. They wouldn't be able to, I wouldn't be there straight up property like that to where he's telling me. But you just told me they got your driver's license. Your driver's license is connected to your social security number. I mean, okay. 
They got a number, okay, you so know what I'm saying? You got it on your person. You driving, you doing all this shit. You got a driver's license on you. See, this is what I mean by actions speak louder than words. Okay. You say you rescinded your social security, but you still using right. it because you are driving with one on your person. All right, so what? I don't know what I, I I don't I, I don't see where the confusion is at. They have an operational presumption because actions speak louder than words that you are still using your driver's license. You haven't called in and rescinded it. You ain't got rid of it or anything like that. You still using it. Okay, so if you're using this driver, go read that affidavit of sovereignty. It is a very good document to read to get an understanding of not only the affidavit of sovereignty, but abatement of common law. Because it tells you in there, dude, I got rid of my bank accounts. I got rid of my driver's license. I got rid of my social security number for religious reasons. I, I got rid of all that stuff for religious reasons. And, you know, so there is a step that is done before you attempt to use those processes. You put yourself in a place. But now you can go in and say, okay, well, you don't have jurisdiction over me. There's no minimum contacts that will allow you to seize your impersonum jurisdiction over my person because I'm not in possession of anything that would evidence that I'm doing business with you. Well, Now, the on the flip is- side, you got the debt. Okay, fine. They're not charging you. They're charging straw man. Well, give my instrument. Say, look, because what are they doing? They're putting a lien against the Social Security number anyway. Okay, well, either they're right. going to do it by force. Or you're going to do it by agreement. So, okay, you don't have to forcefully put a lien against my Social Security number. Here, I'm going to give you permission. Or I'm going to give you an authorization to get, to get the uh, necessary credits from my Social Security account. Here's the International Bill of Exchange. You need to send this to the Secretary of Treasury, all right, with the Treasury Department. That's with the IRS and everybody. They do the accounting on it and let them know that you need the necessary credits. They all, it's about that Social Security number. They're either going to get it by force. Or that you're gonna give it to them willingly. They're gonna get it, but they're gonna get it one way or the other. All right, and this is what they mean by don't argue. Okay, you, you okay, we got this social security number. This is how we make our money. We if they don't have no social security numbers, they can't make any money at all. If everybody just went and rescinded their social security number tomorrow, stop going to work and stop using social security, these municipalities will go out of business because they don't have any way. To try, I, but I really believe they would call out the National Guard and go to people's houses and make their ass go to work. That's I really believe that. <laughs> yeah. I, I really believe that shit. I believe that. I believe the American people would really see some shit if we if they ever did something like that. But yeah. the thing is, is that's how they making their money. That's the only way they can generate uh, revenue for themselves. All right, that's the only way. Right. Okay, is to put liens against something. Either they, they they everything is on speculation. That's what happened with. Um, with Winston Churchill and Great Britain and France and Germany in, ni- in the early 1914, 1913 to 1918. Um, World War I started in 1914. During that time, Britain and France were in the speculation. They were paying the markets. They weren't manufacturing or producing anything. Germany was producing. They were becoming a world force, just like today. China is producing. All right, America speculated. We don't produce shit. We play in the markets. We gambling. We into gambling. Okay? So, all right, Winston Churchill, they saw this. They saw that Germany was becoming an economic powerhouse and decided to attack them. Unbeknownst to them, Germany had made the U-boat, or what is better known today as the submarine. 
and wiped their ass off the ocean before they even got over to Germany. France uh, 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 tucked their tail and ran. Winston Churchill was in a position where he had to accept the terms of surrender. They got a call from some bankers from the Rothschild House, the banking family of Kuhn and Loeb, and they called them in Germany, these German citizens calling Winston Churchill, German Jews calling Winston Churchill and said, hey, look, man, don't give up. We'll make a deal with you. Give us Palestine, and we'll get the United States to come in. We'll whoop the, these, these motherfuckers' ass for you. He agreed, mm. even though he didn't have no interest in Palestine. America came in with the sinking of the Lusitania. All that shit was arranged. You know all that shit was arranged. Came in, and they defeated Germany. Germany had to pay reparations, all right, which they still paying today. All right, reparations, all right, which sent mm. the country to poverty. They came in. Hitler fought in World War I. He was a highly decorated soldier. He saw what, they call it the great backstab. He saw how these German Jews betrayed the Germans, okay, and got his country in that situation. So around 1929, he created his own party, okay, got 99 goddamn percent of the damn vote. They didn't want to deal with the Republican or the Democrats because he knew both of them was corrupt, like you have in the United States, okay, they're being controlled really by both both sides. We're really being controlled. <laughs> so he formed his own party. He went and got an esoteric symbol of the four winds that they didn't demonize. This is what they call a SWAT sticker, which is really, you go on ancient Buddha statues, it's, that's a 59,000 year old symbol. Put it, uh, put it, and then, and then got a phoenix holding it up. So they rising again Because what a phoenix does It rises out of the ashes That's what America's symbol used to be Before they chose the American eagle Our symbol was a phoenix first And they put the eagle A damn bird that kills his own young Throw him off the cliff goddamn. Better You better fly or die Okay You got an eagle All right. So now he that came to power He seized control He declared martial law you declare martial law. Sometimes you have to become a dictator to get the country right. I understand why he declared martial law. Because in his country, they had introduced pornography, homosexuality. They were foreclosing on all the homes. They had, they, there was only 500,000, if 60 million, if 60 million people in Germany, only 500,000 uh, Jews. I don't know where they got this 6 million from. Okay, you can look at a news report of the transfer agreement. Hitler was not throwing people in prison. This is verifiable from 1933 up until like 1940. Okay, he was moving their ass out the country. He did. He seized their assets. Okay, he said, hey, look, y'all going to stab us in the back. Get your, pack your shit, pack your shit, and get the fuck out. Here's your money. And go to, that's why they're over there now in Palestine. Go and look. If you don't believe what I'm saying, go verify it. In the 1930s, there was a mass exodus of Jews out of Germany into Palestine. That thing about the ovens and shit didn't start like until the 1940s until they forced them into World War II, which is, which is a story in itself. But when you go and look at what this man did, the same conditions are happening in the United States, which is why they're calling Trump Hitler. 
They call him Hitler, him and him, because they want to get rid of the central bank. That's what Hitler did. He got rid of the damn central bank in Germany. Last leader on face of the earth to get rid of a central bank was Adolf Hitler. Now, yeah. I know I'm sounding like some sort of anti-Semitic, you know, and they start <laughs> talking, you know, trying to call you, you know, you you some sort of Nazi. I'm not no fucking Nazi. I'm not anti-Semitic. All, everything I'm giving you is the facts. You get on the internet and look up the Balfour Declaration, okay? You can look up the transfer agreement for the Jews coming from Germany. You can read all this is shit that's documented, videos on the shit, news reports that existed back then, newspaper clippings. All this shit exists. You can go and see this shit for yourself. I'm just giving you facts. I'm not taking no side of anything. And then I'm taking that and I'm looking at what's going on in this country right now. How they trying to get rid of the guns. When I read the protocols of the Learned Elder Design and Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars, which is their master plan of a new world order. And the last step in making a new world order is to get the guns out. And now I'm seeing them loading up the damn Supreme Court. And Trump saw them loading up the Supreme Court too. They loading up the Supreme Court with Jews. Mm. Go and look at this. Going down, now, I know. And now since they got Kavanaugh in, now they they switched the plan too. All of a sudden, a Jewish synagogue got shot up. Trump, what you gonna do about these guns, man? We gotta get rid of these guns. They didn't went to plan right. two on y'all at. Hey man, let me ask some smoke calls, man. I got a lot of people <laughs> bored lit up. I know some people want to get that want to eat. I know some people want to get happy and shit. It, <laughs> hey, no problem, D. All right, peace. Let me get back on the phone line. One, 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 one. You're on the line. What's on your peace, mind? Peace. peace what's going on, brother? What's happening, God? No, 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 Long no. time no hear from. <laughs> I'm glad to hear you back on. Really, I'm, I'm just. I, I was just calling. Um, I got. I caught a little bit of your natural law show. You know, I know y'all on a whole different topic. But I just want to say, brother, I appreciate you coming back on. And if there's any way that you can bring some shows back from like 2013, 2014 back up. I put all my shows, you go to SPC University, Solution. I'll put the link on the stream. You get a free membership, and I put all my shows I've ever done are on that website, every last single one of them. Even your first show? Even I don't know if the first show is on there. I don't know if the first, very first, because my very first show, man, I was so embarrassed. It was only 30 minutes, and I said, um, <laughs> like, goddamn, 5,000 times. You know, I'd never been on radio before. Uh, my homeboy, my homeboy, after I did, I said, hey, man, how does that sound? He said, man, you sound like shit. You need to stop. <laughs> the only reason, the only reason like, why I said the first show is to be so the, so the new people, and I don't mean, like, new, new, but, you know, just so the people can see it grow. Because a lot of people don't know how long you've been on, and, and you know when you right, stepped off right. and you know, well, well, you know, you go and come back. You go over there. Every everything that I had on my hard drive, it's a lot of shows. I put every everybody's shows too, not just mine. All the other people who were, you know, host on yeah. high frequency, all the other hosts that came on. Everything is over there. I put everything on on that site. Uh, so you got access. You get when you once you get a free membership, you log in and you'll see a tab on there. It's a, uh, like, archive radio shows. You go on there and all of them are on there. All right. One last, two last things, brother. One, are you going to be on every day? I heard you say earlier, uh, right now you're going to be on um, 
every day, 11 o'clock in the morning. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, and two, are you, are you still doing consultations? I kind of cooled on all the consultation, but you know I might crank them okay. back up. You know, right now I'm trying to get back into the the groove of uh, doing the radio, then doing. You know, I'm, I'm getting back my old. Uh, I'm going back to the way I used to do things. So consultations will be back, but I'm just going back. You know, I'm trying to get back into my my flow. You know, cause I got it hung up on doing videos because I really like videos. But you know, what I'm saying like right, I right, like right. radio, man. I got to talk to people and shit. You know. Like the radio, you know. The radio, I'm more free. Right. I'm more free over here. <laughs> right, you two right. try to put handcuffs on. Y'all like being handcuffed. <laughs> right, trust me. I definitely understand you. And I, I noticed you were saying something about Kavanaugh and Trump. Because I, I didn't, you know, right. cause I don't watch TV. And my uh, my girl was just telling me that something happened at the synagogue um, about a shooting. And they, they went to Trump and said, what? Yeah. I think Trump said it was fake or something, so they mad at him. But the thing is, is that, see, Kavanaugh is a Catholic, okay? Right. Uh, Merrick Garland, I think his name is Garland Merrick or Merrick Garland, he was the Supreme Court nominee by Obama, okay, when Obama was right. in. The Republicans blocked him. He was a Jew. As a matter of fact, right. they tried to get Merrick Garland to sit in over the hearing over Kavanaugh. That guy, right, that, that lady Diane Feinstein is a Jew. She's a Jew. Right? So these right. so that's what everybody they got this walk away from the Democratic Party. What what's happening is they see and they say we're seeing the Democratic Party is changing something. They don't have our entries. Y'all worried about these foreigners coming into the country. What about everything that's going on in America right now? Well, everything that you see them doing is a part of their agenda. They want foreigners to come in. See, you gotta understand the Jews don't like white people. Even though they call right, themselves right, right, white, right. they they right. don't really concern themselves. They just kind of use black people. Black people ain't really a major concern. They enemy right. is white. Okay, so yeah, we're, we're they want to get rid of these white on no level. Huh? I said we're right. not a threat to them on any level. Yeah, exactly. So you know, if you look right now, go look up the Supreme Court justices and look at their nationality. Three of them are uh, are Jews. You know, and this other one, if Merrick Garland had got in, he would have been the fourth, okay? Because what they're trying to do is they're trying to get a majority on the Supreme Court. If they get a majority on the Supreme Court, guess what? Yeah, if they get a, they get a majority on the Supreme Court, everything going their way. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And, it's, and I don't understand why people don't see that. And, you know, I mean, you know who I am. And, you know, I'm an advocate of, I'm just going to say the NRA. You understand what I'm right. saying? And pe- people need to understand, like, without without that so-called um, God-given uh, privilege, to, you know, to defend yourself, like you said earlier, y'all going to, you know, people going to uh, have a hard time, you know. And I just can't see my children or my kids um, having a hard time because I didn't make a decision to defend them and so forth. You understand what I'm saying? And that's why that's I think right. it's exactly. important for people to really understand what's really going on. Stop really worrying about. Um, I like how you said it in your natural law. Like you know, what you bring to you is because you know you're going through what you're going through because what you brought to yourself. You see what I'm saying? And I, I'm just gonna leave it at that, brother, because I know like you said, we got other people. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and let me let, let me add on to what Go you're ahead. saying. People need to check the nationality of these people. Every time y'all see somebody in the media, what I do now, 
is I immediately go and try to find out what their nationality is. Like, for instance, with the vaccinations, all this trouble we have, the head of the goddamn CDC and all that stuff is the Jews. Go start looking and see who these people are, okay? That's what y'all are not doing. You need to see who these people are. See who all these people are. And then and then it pitch, Then you're going to understand Trump. Oh, oh, I see what he's saying. We got to take back America now. He wasn't talking to us. Right. But you know, it's so hard, brother. I remember, oh, man, when I first uh, ran into you back in California, when I first found out about you, right, and I was trying to explain to people, like, man, you need to listen to this, brother, and how you be just going off. Everybody loves when you go off on your rant rage you start cussing people out. People don't get offended. <laughs> they just be like, you know, Pete, you know, you got somebody, you're saying what people don't want to say or you're saying what people wish they could say to people on the magnitude that you do, first of all. But a lot of people don't understand, like, when you're getting into this information and then you really um, – just break it down from everybody, from every host that you had on your show, from everybody that you had uh, a so-called situation with, you know what I'm saying? You still provide information. And like you said, in your natural law hour, man, a lot of people gave up their, their freedom and their privacy to bring people this information. So, you know, be careful how you come at people when you don't have the full information. And the same thing is with Trump. A lot of people, and I'm not a Democrat or Republican. You understand? Right. I don't give a fuck about that shit. I understand. I'm not either. What's governing me? You understand? And a lot of people get it twisted because they, you know, if you don't have a religion or if you don't do this, you know, you look at it a certain way. And then you looking at, I'm looking at them like, you know, he's still mentally a slave. And people that think that they're in the military, that they um, they be doing nothing. And I'm not taking nothing from the people in the military or or law enforcement. I got family in law enforcement. I love what they do. You know what I'm, I'm just saying, just be mindful of what you do and how you do things. And and that's it. But people really need to understand what Trump is trying to do and stop listening to the damn media because it's not our fight. It's, we have nothing to do with it. It's really white people fight we white don't. people. You see what I'm saying? We don't. And they use <laughs> black people to engage it and black people not seeing it. And it's just like it's the dumbest shit. And I they don't even follow to, politics. They starting to. They starting to. If you get on the, on YouTube and see that walk walk out or walk away movement, that's what it is. They're walking right. away from it because this is latest black chick. I forgot her name. She broke it down nice and everything. And then I'm going to tell you somebody else that, that Ann Coulter, Ann Coulter, I think yeah, her name. Yeah. She, man, yeah, yeah. I had, at first I didn't like her, but now that I understand what's going on, I go back and listen to her. She's saying the same thing. She's saying the same thing. Y'all are trying to mix with us, uh, are trying to, you know, make the races all one race. And all that she said, and that's why you got to listen to Rabbi Finkelstein because that Jew told you the truth. Oh yeah, he told brother. you the truth. He told you, know, you the I'm truth. I'm a long time listener. You already know when you first you gotta listen to that. Him, you got to listen to that and, man. He told he told you the truth. I, I don't know. I heard something might have happened to him or what for coming, but he told you the truth. If you just go and listen to him first, and don't go look at everything sure. that's happening. You understand what's going on. It's almost like Trump and all them listen to that radio show. That's what it sounds like. Right. That's what it be looking like to me. I'm like, damn, it's like Trump listening to this radio show. He's like, God damn. He motherfuckers saying he's he's re- he responded to it. That's what it looks like to me. It's like he responded to Brother. that radio pro- broadcast. That's what it looks like to me. <laughs> I'm gonna get I'm gonna give you something to check out, the family something to check out. Um a brother on another radio show, um, gave a book. It's called The Last American President. I think it was written back in like 1920 or uh, I think 1920 or like 1890. You need 
You need to read that. It's called The Last American President, and you're going to see everything. You just check it out. I'm not even going to say anything about All it. Right. Just check it out. If I, I'll, pull it, I'll pull it up. And I'll pull it up. If you, if you, if I don't even know how to say this without being sounding crazy, but let's just say, let's just imagine this Trump was a time traveler and he already seen certain things. Because you got to understand, that's not crazy. Popular person, so you that's understand not crazy. where I'm coming from. Then they said, but last He's time most, I checked, 20 years ago, they were 70 percent uh, successful with time travel. When you go back and look at, you know, the uh, Philadelphia Experiment, a lot of different things like that, Belick, Alfred Belick. And all those, you know, I've been studying that for a long time. No, it's not. It might be crazy to them, all right? But it's not crazy right, to right. me. Yeah. No, but but go ahead. That's the thing. A lot of people don't study uh, a lot of um, Edgar Casey's work or um, uh, before uh, Tesla's uh, inventions and, and all that before the cars came out. People just need to do the research, but people don't have time to because you know they're enslaved to. Um, I'm just gonna say they want they got- and they need. You know, you understand It's a damn job. Society makes you be distracted. This is why they give you everything the way they give it to you. Sports, entertainment, pornography, money, rappers, just crazy shit. Shit that has nothing to do with your survival. And and let me tell you something else. Let me throw another jewel out there. Everything is focused on sex. Jews, it's against their religion to masturbate. Okay. So, because they understand that the accumulation, it takes 72 days for a sperm to mature, okay? In that 70, the more sperm you accumulate in your body, the more intelligent you get. The more sperm you accumulate. So, the longer you can go without ejaculating, the more, that's how you reach the level of genius. All the geniuses, Nikola Tesla will tell you that. Uh, Einstein, you know, all of them will tell you that, okay? Because you'll be like, well, how do these guys become geniuses? preserve their sperm okay it's very so the longer you can preserve it so what they do is they inundate you with sex because they in control of the media because they want you using your sperm they want you wasting your, your sperm your sexual energy right your sexual and energy and exactly people, and people need to and once again they need they need to read up on it when you spoke on the no fat i did it i'm just gonna be honest because you know i didn't believe, you know you telling me not not to you know feel good. I'm just going to keep it clean for the fam. I was like, man, this is crazy. But when I did it, I actually noticed how um, people would interact with me. Definitely women. I mean, Korean. Yep. I mean, all types of nationality. It was just crazy. Like, I would come in there, and you know, I'm a big guy. I look, you know, big and scary or whatever. And these people were just talking. You know, white people. All types of people. Now, I can't relate it to that. But I can relate it to my mind wasn't focused on the female. It wasn't focused on anything sexual. It was just about getting uh, what I had to get done for that day. And I don't know if exactly. I was um, giving off some type of energy, but everything was clear. You know what I'm saying? And when I did everything finally release clear. myself, it was it was like I felt weighted down okay. again. That's the only best I way I can say it. You revert people, back. Yep. Right. You, re- but you people have you, to try you revert back for themselves. Right. And 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 I and I and if. I would just say that I became vegan after that. I don't eat meat, you know. I, I just it's 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 a different taste. Um, international food is a lot different than what you get in the market and all these other things. I'm just gonna say this, brother, to get off. People just need to study thyself, study what works for them, and not for the masses. Don't try to go where everybody else is going. Just study what works for you and yours, for you and your family. And you and trust me, it'll narrow it down to a point. You don't need to worry about. Um, 
all this other all this other crazy crap they got us focused on. I'm just leave it at that, brother. But definitely, I believe the name of the book is um, uh, the last American president in like nine. I want to say 1910, but I might be off on the dates. But if you Google it, you should it should pop up. With that, brother, I, I appreciate you. I'm gonna definitely just keep listening to you from now on, brother. You get me through the day. Peace <laughs> of the God. All right, peace, God. Peace. Appreciate you. Thank you. All right, y'all. Let's go. Keep it. Let's keep it trucking. Let's keep it trucking. Let me see what I got right now. Let's go over to where we at. Let's see. Let's go to New York. Got another New York six three one area code forty five eighty five. New York, New York. On the line, what's happening? Six three one area code four five eight five. You on the air? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Loud and clear. Loud and clear. All right. Hey, listen, I've been trying to get in touch with you for a minute. Let's get straight to the point. Um, all right. Well, I've I've been um, you know, I've done the uh, my SPC process and what have you. Um, I I just recently went to a car dealership and um, you know, put in a uh, try to try to do a discharge on 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 a vehicle. Um, um, I, I watched the video that you put out. Um, about um, about attaching the allonge to the um, the uh, the negotiable instrument. I, I did that. Added a little bit of information onto it, a couple more of the um, a couple laws and stuff like that. Um, and I gave it to the dealer. I didn't send it in through notary. And he took the he he, uh, he took the he took the money order. He said, you know, he, he's willing to do, do the process. He's never saw it before. See what happens. Um, I called him the other day. He didn't answer. But what I'm trying to find out is, um, was I supposed to submit the tax forms with it? Yeah. You want to assess it. You always want listen. They can steal the instrument. Okay, first of all, you got to understand what UCC 3-302 is saying, the holder in due course. You got to understand okay. what a holder, if you're going to do anything, you got to understand what a holder in due course is, all right? And what that yeah. is, let's read it real quick. Okay, if you don't put a claim on an inch, it's no, it's no different than finding a twenty dollar bill on on the ground. If you're walking down the street, those okay. twenty dollar bills have signatures on them. They have serial numbers on them. They have everything that your instrument has on it. Okay, now if you find if you drop your twenty dollar bill out of your pocket and I'm walking behind you, and I pick it up, and then you turn around and say, hey. Yusuf, that's my $20 bill. And I say, no, it's not. Prove it. All right? And okay. you call the police over. You're going to call the police over. Yeah. And he said, police. And he said, yo, this man just took my $20 bill. I said, man, this is not his $20 bill. This is my $20 bill. Your word against mine. You don't have no evidence or anything. How are you going to prove that it's yours? You can't. Now, if you were able to pull out a photocopy of the $20 bill and show it to the police, because what are the chances that you would have a photocopy of that $20 bill with those same serial, you pull it right out your pocket and show it to the police. Hey, look, I, man, they, I, this is my, I took a photocopy of it. Here you go, officer. And take a $20 bill yeah. and compare it and see if that ain't mine. All right. Now, listen, That's, listen. I don't mean to cut you off. I don't, I don't mean to cut you off. I, I had him make me a copy of it. 
Yeah, and but I have you, okay. Good. Okay, but you gotta okay, but you gotta give a notice of a claim because okay, you having a copy of it don't do nothing. Okay, they're gonna tell you oh. that filing something into the commercial chamber ain't enough. Okay, you gotta give them notice. And that's what has to be on that particular instrument. You know, and it can be any kind of way you want. Your UCC filing number or some if you look at my negotiable instruments down in the special instructions, you will see in there that it's notifying them people that there is a UCC-1 on file and there's a UCC-3 that is going to be attached to that instrument, letting them know that this is my property and I'm adding it to the collateral on my UCC-1. Okay, you give them a a UCC-3 should be attached to your instrument when you give it to them. That's the notice that's required. And then because it's letting them know now they have gotten notice when holder of that instrument now has been informed that you are the holder. And I learned this from a dealership, owner of a Mercedes Benz. He's the one schooled me on all this. I, wow. I, actually, I actually found to buy a car. I got schooled on it. He told me straight up, I ain't got to give you your instrument back. Told me. Wow. I got, I, I, he said, I ain't got to give it back to you. I'm like, what? I ain't got to give it back. You ain't got no claim on it. Got no claim to this instrument. Wow. So okay. that's the first okay. thing. The, uh, the tax, the tax. Yes, you should do the tax pay because you got. It's got to be some sort of enforcement behind it. The best enforcement that you can get is the IRS because the IRS they're going to get. I had a, a CPA told me he said, um, I think he said if you file a ten ninety nine miscellaneous that it triggers an audit by the IRS. And if what? when they go through their um, inventory, if they got if they if they put that instrument on their books, that's to be that they're and they're going to check that inventory and see if their inventory has been reduced uh, based off of what is showing on their on their books. You know, you know, most of wow. those companies' books are not in order. So when there is some sort of uh, um, when there's some sort of uh, you know, some, if the IRS has to come in and do an audit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you have to assess. Any instrument you issue, it only makes sense that it has to be assessed because the Secretary of Treasury is the point man for the debt. Go read the Federal Reserve Act, him and the control of the currency. All they are is the first okay. trustee and the second trustee. The Federal Reserve the Federal Reserve Act ain't nothing but a trust indenture agreement. It reads exactly oh. like one. That's all it is. Wow. Okay, read. so, at this, so at, this point, so at, at this point, so at this point, um, let it go and start over, or just uh, is there any other step probably, I might be able to take to, to, to correct that? I mean, if you can prove, I mean, if you if you want, to, I would send a notice to the Treasury Department and assess it. You got a copy of it, uh, send a copy yeah. of it to them and everything. You could do that. You know what I'm saying? Because you do have a copy of it. But I'm just telling you, yeah. in the future, the reason he don't have to give it back to you is because there has to be something on that instrument itself, or with that instrument that it gives them notice that you're not handing you a copy of it is not nothing because those instruments are negotiable. They can trade hands. It can leave his hand and go to somebody else's hand. Okay. So when that other person gets it, what type of notification does he have that you are the holder in due course and where can he go in the commercial registry to confirm that you have a claim on that instrument? And that's under UCC three dash what? Three Oh six. Was it claims to an 30, instrument? 30, 30. Claim to no. Uh, 306, uh, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, UCC 3-306. Okay? A person taking an instrument oh, oh, other okay, than a person having the rights of a holding due course is subject to a claim, a claim of property or possessory right in the instrument or its proceeds. Okay? It, but now, if they don't give notice that you're the holding due course, they can be a holding due course, and they're not subject to any of that. They're not subject to a possessory right to the instrument or the proceeds or claim. You need to read UCC 3-306. So it's not okay, holding okay. due course. They have to give notice that you're the holder in due course. If they don't have notice that there's a holder in due course, that holder, he can become the holder in due course. And now he's not subject to any of your claims. So he can okay. take it. This is just fancy so language. Oh, wait, hold on. This is just fancy language for finding a $20 bill on the ground. Gotcha. It's just a real fancy way of saying we found it on the ground. <laughs> you know, that's all that oh. shit is. But anyway, go ahead. All right. So yeah, on on the bottom of the money order, like I gave him the money order with the um with the launch attached to it, you know, and and basically the title on it on it was a notice of processing of bill of exchange, and then I put you know my name on the upper left corner of that of the launch, um stating I'm a private property and then um you know the uh, mailing address, and then you know the giving them the instructions on you know how to process the um the bill of exchange, so that's not adequate. Not if you don't have a claim on it. They can just take it. They can still take it. All right. So, um, UCC3. <laughs> Yo, bro, thank you, You got to put a three on it. You got to put a three on it, man. The other thing was the tax forms. The um, the, the tax forms, when I went to get, get the tax forms from the IRS, they had nothing for 2018. All they had was for 2017. Well, that's, I mean, that should be... Well, I don't know. You know, what I mean, well, you they will mail them to you if you if you ask the IRS, yeah. they send it to you in the mail. You know, they got the 2018 right. forms. That's I don't know how to answer that question. Yeah, I got 2018 forms. So I don't know what your issue wow. is. You can uh, just call the IRS; they give them to you. You know what I'm saying? The IRS will give yeah. them to you. All right. I, all I, that I try, I try. The IRS. You, you can't get you you can't get like 1099 OIDs or anything like that from anyone but the IRS. Right. right, that's the only person that issues them. So you know, I don't know what to tell you on that. So okay, all right, all right. Thanks a lot, bro. I appreciate your time, man. Keep up the good work, man. For real, we rooting for you. Okay, all right, peace, guy. All right, let me go to Eric Code. Let's see what. Hey, wait a minute. I'm gonna take a quick break. I really got you know. Just gonna be just a minute. Just a minute, y'all. Just hold. Yeah, just I'm gonna take a quick break. And I'm gonna be back in about five minutes. After these special messages, okay? You know, let me find my, you know, my stuff and everything. All right? Be right back. You're listening to Rules to the Game with your host, Yusuf L. Exclusively on High Frequency Radio Network, the baddest radio network on the planet. Yeah, check it, man. Give me some of this, man. Oh, 
do if you live in New York. DBA 130 holder in due course. In the temple, make a prayer with my shoes off. Rule 17, I'm a holder in due course. This is what you do if you live in New York. DBA 130 holder in due course. In the temple, make a prayer with my shoes off. Rule 17, I'm a holder in due course. Once upon a time, I was issued the fine. Thinking in my mind, I wasn't focused on time. The cop gave me a ticket and told me to go to court. I was in my thoughts just saying it was a fraud. Authenticated my library certificate and claim. That I'm the only one that can write a check off the name. Common law copyrighted my DBA. And it's backed by a bond called the GSA. All this property I got, they try to scheme on it. But tell the sheriff that I put a lien on it. They're hating on this land with the trees on it. I erected the trust and I put the deed on it. I want to live in peace, but I can use force. It's cutthroat living when you in New York. The agent on the stand, one we in the court, but he's not really the holder in due course. This is what you do if you live in New York. DBA 130 holder in due course. In the temple, make a prayer with my shoes off. Rule 17, I'm a holder in due course. This is what you do if you live in New York. DBA 130 holder in due course. In the temple, make a prayer with my shoes off. Rule 17, I'm a holder in due course. Got a mortgage loan, I discharge it Without following the chapter 11 I'm trying to make connections And pass the message to my people Cause the mortgage over 5 years, man, is illegal It's a crown in the fee simple estate Rule 17, I'm coming in as the G Open the books up when they dusty Got a 3% interest for my trustees Held a meeting with the chance floor Got a 9-8 for my son, the grand tour Pushing all this paperwork, my hands sore. I don't make a contract with a landlord. Business on the private side, I'm foreign. I don't go to court and entertain the argument. I'm above the hypocrites and jargon. Now the prosecutor trying to make a bargain. Hoping I don't call upon the cavalry. Cause we can go to the ocean and deal with amity. While I'm making prayer with my shoes off Endorsing all these instruments to hold her in due course This is what you do if you live in New York DBA 130 hold her in due course In the temple make a prayer with my shoes off Rule 17, I'm gonna hold her in due course This is what you do if you live in New York DBA 130 hold her in due course In the temple make a prayer with my shoes off Rule 17, I'm gonna hold her in due course Well, I say, man, I say, man, this, this dude got a damn holder in due course song and everything. Like, <laughs> oh, those brothers out of New York made that for me a long time ago. I had to go and listen to the lyrics and say, man, this dude, this dude's crap, you know, you know. Anyway, let me get back. Let's get back. Where were we? Where were we? Where were we? Let's see. Let's shoot on over to New Jersey. Shoot over to New Jersey real quick. 908-0419. You're on the line. What's on your mind? Yusuf Fells. Great to hear you, man. It's the Philosophist. How you doing? The Philosophist. What's going on, bro? How you doing? Oh, I'm excellent. I'm excellent. It's, uh, it's great to hear you on air, man. It really, really is. It's always, uh, I love your jovial rants. I never get tired of them. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate yeah, it. I appreciate it. But no, I'm just um, really enjoying the show and... Uh, I wanted to say, like, first off, as far as, like, um, 
some of the videos you put out on YouTube recently. I think everyone, if they haven't, should like really check out the that one you just did on the Buck Act. That was awesome. Yes. That, yes, the Buck Act great. is very important for people to understand how they the straw man really it leads into the straw man because you got to understand well how did they get outside of Washington D.C. these ten miles square. How they create these federal districts, these zones, and everything. It's very important for people to understand the Buck Act. Very important. Absolutely. And it's, well, and it's funny if you break it down to, like, it's, it's the same way McDonald's gets out of wherever McDonald's corporate headquarters is into all the places they're at. Franchise. Yeah. <laughs> like it's all, <laughs> the, it's all the, the business model. <laughs> and for the last caller, I don't know if he's still on the line, but, like, uh, I'm sure, you know, you have it somewhere, but your interview with uh, JT ba- JT Bay um, yeah. was one of the best on like tax information and, and, and shit like that that it's still on I've YouTube. ever heard. Especially. It's still on YouTube. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, I mean, YouTube. I watched that thing like more than a year ago, and I took a lot of notes, and that that helped me a lot because I've been able to do a, a lot with what you've given, and actually, like the. Uh, the best piece of advice I think you've ever given, which has nothing to do with like the specific processes or whatever is to know this shit well enough. So you can like do your, you know, create your own process. Cause I think right. that's, that's, that's what I, mean, I took that to heart. Cause you know, I'd, I'd follow, I'd listen to some other guys where I found high frequency and you're really the only one not uh, selling the sizzle, so to speak. <laughs> you, just, you know and i appreciate that you know i think it's because I mean, you know i received my baptism by fire when when i learned this i learned i was in jail you know so i wasn't i didn't know anything mm-hmm. so i didn't know nothing about see i wasn't introduced to this community of secure party where other people were they, i'd go into seminars and or running across it on youtube i was in jail we're trying to save myself, dealing with these people, okay? So I got a different a different view of things. And also, you know, it's like, no, nah, man, like, you know, it's like I know what's real and what's not real. You know, you can't tell me, mm-hmm. you can't sit there and just tell me any fucking thing. Like, I went, I, went through, I went through it as a person who was not knowledgeable, and then I went through it as a person who started to get knowledge. So I saw what was happening in the beginning. Um, I saw what was required of me. The nerve I had to have, you know, you're just not just going in there and saying, repeating some words and everything. And um, I saw nope. how they adjusted, <laughs> how they adjusted, you know, how people, you know, it's just, it's, it's, people don't really, I don't think yeah. they don't appreciate when that, when I say it's a conspiracy and when they say there are secret societies, <laughs> this is what let me know that all that shit is real. I'm so, I mean, oh, I'm just going to conspiracy, like, like everyone conspires. That's the other thing. People like, but, you know, I mean, what I also love about you is that you you fucking stress how important understanding, you know, words and syntax and grammar is. Like, it's not, it's no joke. Like, you got to know no joke. what situation no you're joke. in and what words are being used and what they mean. Because they mean different things in different situations all the time. And ignorance of the law is no excuse. So, you know, I mean, you got to, that's like, so that's more important than... I feel like a lot of people, because I've had like you know, you know, people try to hit me up and, and ask for help and assistance when I when I talk about 
like little things and most people like unfortunately and I you know and I found no uh uh ethnic barrier to to entry to this category this is across the board as far as I can tell they want it done for them or they want like a one two three four five you know this and I, I'm gonna tell you this I'm gonna like, tell you this you got to be careful about that because not everybody looking for help for you is honorable. Some people, nope. it could be an agent. It could be somebody trying to defame you or just anything. You know, people have ulterior motives. In the hustle world, we say this. All money ain't good money. Mm-hmm. That's some wise motherfucking words. Oh, I won't even. Like, you know, I, and my, you my, know, I'm doing business, man. <laughs> I got no interest in taking people's money for this. I only want to help people that come to me if I sniff out that they're actually willing to help themselves like I can't like because it's it is dangerous you know I mean like like you say you know people like to just attack the system as if they're just these helpless victims but they don't nearly understand the whole scope of this but there is something there is really such a thing as endangering the public and a little bit of knowledge is a dangerous thing so if you give the wrong thing to someone who's not whose intentions aren't right who really is Looking for some some shortcut, not willing to fucking you know take one on a chin and get back in a fight, then you know, I, I don't want to deal with them. Because their whole, same, their like whole you said, game, it's not, it's not their whole everybody. game, their whole game is predicated off the fact that the public, uh, well, people, private citizens, whatever, are ignorant. That's the whole game. The whole game. I mean, they can mm-hmm. do whatever they want as long as we remain ignorant. Uh, you know, nothing they do will work. Once people educate themselves about this, but it all works because people are just, they don't understand the national debt. Hell, they don't even understand no. separation of powers, you know, how the government is no. set up. They think that the president is like a king or something like that. They don't understand that Congress, <laughs> in my opinion, has more power than the president. They do. Oh, my God. <laughs> they, they. Oh, my God. You'll love this. So I was, um, I was watching, and it's really, I mean, it's like, Five hours and change long, but it's awesome to watch. It's uh, from 1986. It's the confirmation hearings for Scalia. And he's talking about how, even back then, how he was kind of disturbed that the people were starting to look to the uh, judiciary to, um, to write and change the law rather than the, rather than the the legislature, the Congress, and he exactly. was like, you know, look, senators, like, check out the words he used. He's like, look, senator, it's not, you know, I mean, he goes, the Congress are the trustees of the Constitution, not the judiciary. <laughs> that's that was his. That's how he described. Oh, that, that was beautiful. I, I, mm-hmm. and now you know they killed him, and when he died out down in that ranch down in Texas, they immediately they didn't do no check on the body. Uh, nothing. Go and look at uh, what everything that was around his death and everything. They had to get mm-hmm. rid of him. They had to get rid of him because he yeah, was man. the last. And let me tell you somebody else who is who I think Thomas is next is on the scope. I'm gonna tell you who Thomas. I think is next on the scope on that Supreme Court, and that's Clarence Thomas. Absolutely. Believe it or not, yeah. Clarence Thomas I think is a good Supreme Court justice. He yeah. sees he's an originalist. He's, also. he's an originalist. Yep. Yeah. Educated, you're see that's what I'm. <laughs> you know no, what I, I, that's why I love. And he understands <laughs> the encroachment. He understands the encroachment of Congress, what they're doing, and how they're not making things clear 
uh, you know, with this administrative law mm-hmm. and stuff like that. He I, I, he understands it. So, man, a listener Absolutely. sent me a paper on him and what he was doing and everything. I was like, man, look at Clarence Thomas. Clarence Thomas, they know, they know what's going on. But, and that's why I think yep. him, Kalia, his homeboy is a Jew. Uh, 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 the other guy. Ginsburg. Uh, oh, Ginsburg. Ginsburg. Oh, she, her and him and Scalia were friends. Her and Scalia were friends. Um, oh, uh, oh, what's um, Rehnquist? No, let me hold on. Let me get his name. He might be right. Or, um, uh, or Myers. Or uh, oh, what's the other Breyer, one? Briar. 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 That's it. Yeah, Briar. That's Briar. Briar yeah. is a Jew. That was his own boy. Yep. Yeah, right. and, that's who's sitting with him mm-hmm. right there on um uh on uh when they say the role of the Supreme uh, the ju- judiciary. Him and Scalia there uh having that conversation with them senators and everything. That's one of the best damn videos on the internet. Scalia oh, yeah. was oh, one yeah. of them guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Scalia was one <laughs> of them guys. See, this is what this is another thing you'll notice. When I start educating myself, I didn't look at everybody in the government as evil. What I'm seeing is, is that the media, why they don't want the media in the courtroom and shit. Okay, yeah, because it's Jewish control. You know, it's just, you begin to understand, like, everybody up there ain't evil. They know what's going on. Their hands might be tied, you know, and they need the America, and they can only say so much, you know, like Trump can't say, the Jews are in control of everything. They fucking up. He's the president of the United States. He can't come out and say nothing like that. But he says no, but the he, left. <laughs> he, he inferred though recently that about the um, you know he didn't say obviously you know because he can't say anything about Zionism. But he said he inferred the 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 Jew on Jew crime so to speak during that whole thing because that's what people don't understand either is the difference between you know Zionists and like you know no one ever sees there's yeah, like a, a that's huge true. movement yeah that's true. And yeah. I, you know what? And I'm because, gonna fault for that for not making that clear because I'm making it seem like all Jews are, you know, doing a sweeping generalization of all Jews, and I'm not. I am talking mm-hmm. specifically of Zionists. So if there are any Jews listening, yep. I'm sorry if I offended you. I'm not talking about all of you, and I'm not trying to discount anything that y'all have gone through. But what you have to understand yeah. is that these people are in control of every damn thing. They 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 got an agenda. They got a plan. And if you understand what the plan is, you can see them implementing it. You can see it. That's right. Uh, well, this you is all you know, anyone who's read Albert Pike. Albert Pike outlined all this shit. I mean, exactly. all this shit. Like you said, the the protocols of Zion. I mean, and and honest and like silent weapons for quiet wars. I mean, it's a fucking blueprint. Like a I blueprint. So like, uh, absolutely. And like, with charts and graphs and everything, and it, and it makes. It makes total sense, even in like, um, in fact, there, there's some words I want to like go over with you and see your opinion on these words. So I think these are words people should, should really look into. And the only one I'll discuss the actual definition of, and this is from um, my, it's almost verbatim in my head, it's from a, my Barron's uh, Financial and Investment Terms Dictionary, because that's what I use when I'm investment in the markets. And I use black for the legal, sti- blacks and shit for the legal stipulations. But the definition of payment is the settlement of a transaction through one of two means, one cash or cash equivalent or an accounting transaction. So like, you know, I'm, I'm yep. preaching to the choir. When you see, when you see, or that means there are two distinct things you can choose from. 
And when you connect that to against the last caller with with, with 1099s are, and I think everyone gets way too focused on just this 1099 OID because, and that's how you can tell that they haven't studied and haven't looked at the shit because 1099s in general, and there's many of them, and they cover many different things, are information returns, report like reporting information, how you exactly say who's payer exactly. payee and all that shit. And, and it's how you settle a transaction other than with cash or like it's all. And those are methods of accounting. There's cash. There's a cash receipt method. There's uh, an accrual method. There's hybrid methods. There's cost methods, governmental accounting, trust accounting, like all, and all this shit gets amalgamated. That's why people like really, that's why, you know, like you say, it's not for everybody. It's, it's, uh, it's just, you got to really understand these things because I think like, like what you were saying before, when someone comes, I sort of have like a, a thing like, you know, a rule for myself where I'm not going to do anything where I don't know that if someone comes around asking me questions that I can't answer every question with a question until the last question that's asked is mine. And then it's just like, okay, well, thank you for cooperation. You know, sorry, you know, like, uh, or whatever. Right. That's really the only way you should do it. Like, like them, like the, like lawyers, like you gotta be able to question, like, you know, because they know like anyone official coming they have, they 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 know the answer they want to every question they're asking, and if you know what you're doing and you know that like, well, it, it is what it is. Like you can say, well, what do you, what do you mean by that? Because isn't this the case? And then they'll have to like you know traverse them, <laughs> you know like that's. Well, wouldn't like, it wouldn't, it, wouldn't it make like, sense? Wouldn't it make sense that if anything you say can and will be used against you, then wouldn't it make sense to ask that absolutely. person questions? If I'm trying, if I'm trying to trip you up and use your words against you, I'm gonna ask you some damn questions. Absolutely, and that's, I mean, and I want to, I want to well, go back like, to this. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. What was that? Oh no, no, go on, man. I'm I'm sorry, go, I want to go back to this discharge thing you were talking about. Now I'm, a, I'm cutting out of Black's Law Fourth Edition because it's something I think I need to add to everything. This is Black's Law Fourth under discharge. And it says there is a distinction between a debt discharged and a debt paid. When discharged, the debt still exists, through div- uh, though divested of its character as a legal obligation during the operation of the discharge. Something of the original vitality of the debt continues to exist, which may be transferred, even then that might be something why after you discharge something, they go give it to another mortgage company. Even though the transfer E takes its subject to its disability incident to the discharge, the fact that it carries something which may be con, uh, be a consideration for a new promise to pay, so as to make an otherwise worthless promise and legal obligation, makes it the subject of transfer by assignment. Now, this is when you get into uh, when it, uh, in uh, the UCC, where it talks about satisfaction, uh, according satisfaction. When you read the rules of accorded satisfaction under the UCC, it got something in there to the effect that basically if they can trick you, they can bring the debt yep. back. And that's a lot Absolutely. of times why when you discharge a debt, why it doesn't immediately go away because there are rules to it. And I'm going to read it to you under accord and satisfaction by instrument, by use of an instrument. Let's read that real quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This is why people be 
They said, well, I don't work. That's because you don't know the rules of the game. It's under UCC 3-311. And what it says, if a person against who a claim is asserted proves that, number one, that person in good faith tendered an instrument to the claimant as full satisfaction of the claim, number two, the amount of the claim was unliquidated or subject to a bona fide dispute, and number three, the claimant obtained payment of the instrument, the following subsections apply. And then you got these three subsections. Now, it goes on to say a claim is discharged if the person against who the claim is asserted proves that within a reasonable time before collection of the instrument was initiated, the claimant or an agent of the claimant having direct responsibility with respect to the disputed obligation knew that the instrument was tendered and full satisfaction of the claim. That's D. Now, right here, the trick is right here in part two, uh, uh, C2, where it says the claimant, whether or not an organization proves that within 90 days after payment of the instrument, the claimant tendered repayment of the amount of the instrument to the person against whom the claim is asserted. Now, when you go back up, you say, right there it tells you a claim is not discharged. So if they can get you to nope. tender another instrument, like Federal Reserve notes or something like that, within 90 days, it does not discharge. Yep, you're recontracted. In fact, you, you, you're like, hey, I mean, that's really, it's like. A, that's what they call recontracting. Thank you. These are the things <laughs> that these people don't understand. They don't read the fucking monopoly instructions. No, no they don't. No, they don't. And that, and one of the biggest words was in the beginning, like before you even went into the rules, when they talk about transfer and assignment, people really, that was one of the words on my list is assignment. People got to look into that word because it's. It's a, especially in financial terms, it's it's extremely important <laughs> um, because a transfer. I mean, an assignment can be a method of of um, it, it can be an alternative to bankruptcy. An assignment, an assi- In fact, uh, assignment is mostly is usually used as a short term for assignment for the benefit of creditors. It refers to like a Chapter 11. See, I think people are way too focused on discharge and not focused enough on set off. Because, like what uh, for you know, stat forty eight seventy three ten, everything's already discharged. You gotta set, you gotta set it off, not just you know, just kick the can down the road again. Like, like that's really. I like, I like what you, I like what you just said, but you know, really, set off is a form of discharge. If you get to, if you go to get a Bouvier's eighteen fifty six. I know. Mm. All right, if you go go to the eighteen fifty six and look at PDF. And look at discharge, uh, what is it, 1856, and look, look up the word discharge. I mean, yeah, discharge. And what you, they don't have the word discharge in, uh, in the 1856. It's uh, discharge of an obligation. Okay, that's how right. they got in. Right, exactly. Yeah, and under yeah. that you'll see that set off is one of the – here, let me, let me list them for you. They got uh, – Right here under discharge, uh, let's see. Yeah, discharge of a contract. Okay, the act of making a contract or agreement null. And they got like, they list like about 16 different ways you discharge a contract. Payment, accord and satisfaction, uh, release, uh, where's number four? Set off, uh, the rescission of the contract extinguishment 
um, uh, was right. a confusion. Yeah, confusion with yeah. the duty oh, to pay that, right. To, yeah, they got sixteen yeah, of them. That, that's what you go and check out because it's a con- your mortgage is a contract. Your car note is a contract. They list them right there for you. All the ways you can discharge a contract. And set off <laughs> is one well, of them. And set off is what yep, you should well, be concentrating on because that's what you're doing. You're bringing private credit into the public to offset an obligation. That's why absolutely. set off. And, that's, and, and if you and set off is one of the reserved rights that you have that you don't yep. waive. Unless it's expressed, unless you're giving full disclosure, you sign that you waive that right. Correct. Absolutely. And in other words, and, and you know, it's funny on that list was another very important word, which is confusion. Confusion in the law is that I mean that that word is one of the biggest words I have ever you know because I just I like just read the dictionaries for fun. So like, but that when, when and it's always the like you know seemingly innocuous words that are like you're like like assignment or confusion. And you read the definition. In well, the, you know what? And, and I think you, know, you can use that because notice what it says: confusion, where the duty to pay and the right to receive unite in the same person. <laughs> well, that is that. That's what I'll it, re- I'm going to read you. This is from uh, this is from Black's Fifth. Let me grab it. Um, my paper. Um, Black's Fifth, page. Confusion. Here. Um, right here. Okay, so Black's Fifth page 272 so it starts just regular confusion is this term as used in the civil law and in compound terms derived from that source means a blending or intermingling and is equivalent to the term merger open close uh, quote as used at common law see also commingle and then the next term confusion of boundaries the title of that branch of equity jurisdiction which relates to discovery and settlement of conflicting, disputed, or uncertain boundaries. The next is confusion of debts. This is a mode of extinguishing debt by the concurrence in the same person of two qualities or adverse rights to the same thing, which mutually destroy each other. This may occur in several ways, as where the creditor becomes the heir of the debtor, or the debtor the heir of the creditor, or either accedes to the title of the other by any other mode of transfer. And then there's confusion of goods. When uh, results when belong results when goods belonging to two or more owners become intermixed to the point where the property of any of them no longer can be identified except as a part of a mass of like goods, says see also commingle. Confusion of rights. A union of the qualities of debtor and creditor in the same person. The effect of such union is generally to ex- And uh, the last one is confusion of titles, a civil law expression synonymous with merger, open close quote, as used in the common law, applying where two titles to the same property unite in the same person. And, and this is why this is why they have to uh, make sure that this straw man remains a theory, because if they were ever to validate a straw man, all of this, that confusion uh, all these different definitions would all of a sudden, you know, make everything understandable to everybody. So that's the number one thing they got to deny. What do you mean this straw man thing? Mm-hmm. I, you know, not a, you know, they got to make it seem like you and the public and the private has been amalgamated together. And you just, and that's why they made this thing called a U.S. citizen. You are a U.S. citizen. You know, so it's, you know, it's amazing to me that 
these uh, anti-sovereign circles would deny straw man theory, but yet corporations exist. You know, it's like, what do you mean is an invisible person? Damn, ain't a corporation an invisible person? Shit. You know, how can I talk to the state? How can I talk to McDonald's? You know, like we used to a corporation, you know, Microsoft. (laughs) I sued Microsoft. You know, I went to court with Microsoft. Did you? Microsoft ain't nobody real? (laughs) Oh, my God. No, I mean, that's what people don't get. (laughs) Thank you. And then they want to try to act like the straw man thing is something like we crazy or something. Get the fuck out of here. Y'all the one that created this legal fiction, Alice in Wonderland bullshit, okay? This is some shit that is of this uh, European creation, because I ain't found nothing like this in ancient civilizations. Uh, Not yet, at least. I ain't found nothing like this operating like in Egypt or or in Samaria, nothing like that. This is some some creation, some Alice in Wonderland things, legal fiction. And that's the thing that people see. The number one thing that people forget is their whole system is built on legal fictions. It's built on legal fictions. Understand, that's the first word I ever looked up in my life in law was the word legal fiction. I still know the definition, an assumption that something is true, even though it may be untrue, (laughs) made especially in judicial reasoning to alter how a legal rule operates. That's coming out of 8th edition Black Law Dictionary. I love how you went over in the video on the Buck Act, like, because the word deem, like how your ears should perk up, your antenna go off, and you see that word deem. Because that's, like, really. It's like what it is. Yep, it looks like it appears to be this. Yep. Like, well, that's, and when people, like, hear, like, when someone says, well, this is, you know, deemed prima facie to be this, and and that sounds all official, like, this is what this is. All they're saying is like, well, from looking at the cover, this is kind of what it looked like. So we're gonna go with that. Like that's really the, they created a legal you fiction. Don't know. They created when they use that word "game." They use an illegal fiction. It, 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 they're resorting to artificiality, and like it says, artificiality should be avoided. But they don't. You'll see them use it in everything, mm-hmm. especially if you see it in a contract. When you see it in a contract, you're like, nah, you need to take this word out of here. This word "dean." Mm-hmm. He'd remove oh, yeah, the word out Unclear. I mean, well, and what makes the most sense is like, especially now, like ever since, really, I mean, you know, since seventy seventy two completely, when you know, when they permanently suspended the conversion of um, the dollar into reserve assets, thus creating you know the, the floating rate currency, um, which you were, you were talking about before, um, you know, credit was only used by, you know, bankers and businessmen because that's how, you know, they would purchase real assets because they were the ones distributing the currency. They didn't, they don't need the currency. So they had credit. And when they made everyone basically a private banker, when they took all, you know, when they finally said, all right, no gold and silver was all here. So now everyone has credit to draw on because that's what a banker has. And because a banker doesn't, because a banker can't use its reserves, the reserves are the depositors. Like it's, um, yeah, I, I get that it's complicated. I mean, I, I'm, I'm very grateful 
the way I catch on to this shit, but it's not like easy as far as like, you know, I still have to study all of it and you gotta constantly study it. And, and you got to study it because it is convoluted. It, 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 that's why you always start with principles. All right. You start with the mm-hmm. principles, public and private do not mix. Uh, there is uh, there isn't any money. Stay in on at all costs and don't participate in public controversy. And when I first started off, yeah. I gave everybody those principles because those principles are going to rise up in almost everything you're doing with this, those four things, okay? Absolutely. And and it is the foundation of what all of this rests on. There isn't any money. When they got rid of the money, that changed the, that changed the judicial system. It changed the monetary system. It changed everything, okay? And the reason why you're a private banker, because you have always been signed. The colonists had private scripts. They would go to the yep. – if you went to the store and you needed some bread and Miss uh, uh, Miss Johnson down there with her three kids, she by herself, and she didn't send her son down there to get some bread and tell Mr. Johnson, take this promissory note. I get paid on Friday, all right, but I need the bread today. And we gave him a promissory note. That's what colonists used to do. That's right. One of the biggest reasons for the revolution was that they and wanted him to go we, on the Bank of England's money. And when you read <laughs> affidavit of Walker Todd, he alludes to that. Mm. He said the Federal Reserve System was built on these concepts. Go read the affidavit of Walker right. Todd. It's very important, very important document to read. That's why I did a video Absolutely. on it. Well, I love what you say about That's how. I mean, yeah, read the Federal Reserve Act. It's a fucking trust indenture. Like that, you, you put that perfectly. Like that, like and now, like really, when you read most acts and shit, it, they're all trust indent. They're all like indentures. They're trust. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> but, I mean, it's like. That's what it is. It's And another. Oh, up, go on. If you haven't studied trust. Because you have to study trust to know that a trust can be a trust without be called without being called without being called a trust. They can call it anything. Expressed or implied. <laughs> yep. They call it or implied. whatever they want to call. It. All right. And That's once right. you learn that, you read you read this document like damn. They said this document strangely resembles a trust document. Like just like a damn trust. Yep. The Constitution is a trust. Absolutely. Well, exactly. Get an indenture agreement <laughs> and put it aside. They got they got the Declaration of Trust, which is the preamble of the Constitution. You yep. know what I'm saying? And you put it side by side with a trust. All those guys Absolutely. understood trust. That's why they call them trustees. They know what yep. they was doing. That's and, and, to be, and let me and listen to this. To be party to a trust, mm. you gotta you gotta have a contract. So everybody right. that the Constitution wasn't drafted for you. You had a contract. That's no. what I tell you. I say, you are not a party to the Constitution unless you sign right. a contract. Yeah, like a like a withholding agreement. <laughs> I'm trying to or, tell uh... you. Study trust. Tr- <laughs> you got to study trust law. 100%. That is one 100%. most important subject. <laughs> that if you're going to be involved in this, that you got to be good at is trust. Because all that's this it. shit is dealing with trust. All of it is dealing with well, trust. Like Creditor their bonds say you that. Everything. It's all trust. Mortgage, mortgage deed of trust. Everything's a trust. Fucking everything's a everything trust. Everything is a I trust. I mean, everything, everything is a trust. Wall Street is a trust. The prison system is yep. a trust. They tell you. Nature is a trust. It's a trust. Yeah. Adam, it's all trust. <laughs> Adam and Eve were the trustees in the garden. Like and that's why you need to 
And that's why if you're going to play the game, you need one. Oh, you need your yep, right, at least. All your rights <laughs> have been trained and been put into trust. All your rights to operate in this goddamn that's fictitious just, ass world that they put together. That's the only, and I'm speaking, you know, uh, you know and obviously none of this is, is, is legal advice or anything like that, but I'm, I'm speaking from experience. And like you said, like if you want to do private banking is trust banking, you, you have to, and, and they're not allowed to solicit the, the services because they're not acting as a commercial bank, which is a broker dealer. If a bank is not acting as a broker dealer, then they're not a commercial bank, and therefore it's more of a partnership, and you have to know what services they can provide as an intermediary. I mean, that's like not like that's not mixing public and private. Like I like what you say. Like public is about taxes, and you know private is about contracts. And basically, like you can't take your private funds, what a bank serves as, and that's a financial intermediary. But from a trust perspective. It's not a commercial bank. It's a it's a pr- a private intermediary that will act as a. And it's even what they call themselves. They're your, they're your corporate trustee when they, when they're working it's, with you. As, as private like, banking, banking is banking is done through trust all the time. People with family, family put when you put a private bank together for your family, it's going to be a trust. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a trust. It has to be. You know what I'm saying? Like family yep. banking, where you come and borrow money from the family and all that. So it, you got. Trust in such a company bank on corners of streets and everything is done through trust. It's done through mm-hmm. a trust. Everything is operating through a trust. And when you under when you it study trust, you'll see it. You'll, it's just like it's no different than when you go to the dealership and you see a car and it's it's a damn pink ass car. And you're like, I've never seen that pink car before. As soon as you buy that motherfucker, you drive off the lot. Seem like at every damn every damn light you see somebody got one. You didn't see that motherfucker at first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Until no, you bought it. <laughs> yeah, when you buy it, it seems like everybody got one. That's how this is. <laughs> oh my god, it's right. Th- oh, I noticed it on everything. I literally noticed it on like I, I used the public parking lot and I got that ticket. That, and on the back of it, it reads like you know this is you're agreeing that this is not not a a trust bailment or like basically like it's if you're, you know, this is if you're parking it on the street, but in that, like, you know, it's a disclaimer saying that it's, it's not a bailment. It's not a trust. It's, you know, not, you know, an agreement to hold the vehicle. It's just it's a contract. A you know what park. I had to learn? I had to learn like in some of them parking lots, some of them parking lots are private parking lots and they write a ticket on, we on you. They don't have no power to enforce that mm-hmm. shit at all. None. Nope. You know what I'm saying? Nope. They ain't got no power to do nothing. All they're doing is issuing you something and hoping that you're dumb enough to pay the shit. You know, I had to learn that, too. <laughs> you know, there's a difference between public parking lots and private parking lots. You know, you know, a private lot, you know, it's all just writing you a ticket. You know, I put a ticket on there and like, what the fuck is this? You know, it's like, you know, it looks like it's coming from the city. And it kind of, well, you got to read that shit and see. It's a game, y'all. Yes, sir. You better learn the rules to the game. All right, you gonna be ignorant. Hey man, look, I gotta, I gotta take a few yeah, more Yeah, I'm sorry, man. You're the floor. <laughs> Great talking <laughs> to you, brother. Thank you so much. Hey, it's always a pleasure. <laughs> it's always a pleasure. It's always a pleasure. Absolutely. Hey, let me go. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. I'm trying. I know time is running. I know I, I run my mind. We run. I love talking to him, brothers. Do I love talking to my brothers that do? You know, that get out there and read something. Bring it to the table. Let's go with Pennsylvania real quick. Eric code 717. 
9668. You're on the line. What's on your mind? PA. Hey, I had to come back. Uh, when I got back on and listened, the guy was talking about he had uh, withdrew from the Social Security thing. And he right. said, you were talking about things. And one thing most people do not understand about that account is it's a closed account. Now, if you go to Black's Law Dictionary and look up what a closed account is, it is a, cl- a closed account is not open for credits and debits. It is only open told for set-offs and discharges. That's, That's not an open them. account like a bank account. That's what I told them. That was the That's reason I, I called them. in. Yeah, I but told I him that. To that. I said, it's You'll see it. Yeah. It's called, it's, it's, it still exists. It's not going to get wiped out. It's still going to exist. It's just not open for a debits and credits, which means you're not going to be yeah. using it for such. Yeah, you're not going to use it like an ATM. I had a friend of mine that, you know, you know how all these people online are doing the, they go in, they enter in the routing number, they enter in the social to pay an account. She decided to try it and see if it was real, right? And her email she got back from the company absolutely admitted that it was a closed account. Closed account. She sent me. Yeah, the, yeah she sent me. The, she sent me the email. She sent them to me. I still got them. They, it's a closed account, and if you don't know the principles, and on top of that, probably should say this, but there is an, actually a form on the treasury. Website for a redemption payment. The forms on the Treasury website's absolutely fascinating. They, put they right, are. If, they if, put everything right out there. They don't. I, I. I don't know how many times I said it. They don't hide nothing. You just got to find it. They don't hide it. They. They operate under plausible deniability. They can always say we had shit from you. We pro, we posted it right there. You now you might have to dig through mounds read pages and pages of documents and everything to find it, but it's there. It's there. That's, ex- that's exactly no, right. Nothing. I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to give you this. Long time ago when I first got into this, um, I read a thing where a guy, he was into this, and he got tired. So he, he just read all of Title, which is what I haven't done yet, but which is what I want to do. He read all of Title 26, and he found the key to, in Title 26 and called the IRS, and they said, you found it, welcome, and they admitted him in. Now, I don't know if that, that's like a myth, like an urban myth tale, you know, in this, but the more I study, the more it makes sense to me. It's like he, hey. he, he, said, he said that answer is in Title 26. It's in Title well, 26. It's in, those, it's, in, it's in those tax documents. I don't know what he found, but one thing I've run across, if you go look at section, uh, Title 26, section 83A, and it and that is, you know, everybody that talks about taxes that's in some kind of know that they really, they say that they do not define what is and is not a tax, right? But right. that's not true. Section 83A not having it in front of me right at the moment. It basically I'm, says when you are performing services that compensation for said services with the fair market value, which the fair market value is the contract. So if me and you, so me and you, Yusuf, I decide, look, you, you're going to sell me some of your stuff. And I say, 
you say, here, I got a deal for you. I'll say everything I got for $1,000. But because, I, because I've been following you so long, I said, man, it's worth more than that. Here's 15 The excess of that fair market value is that $500. That is considered it's income. $1,000 is not. It's a, profit. it's a profit or a gain. A profit or a gain. Yep. Because if there's no profit or gain, it's, it's an exchange. That's right. And that's and, the, and that's how and that's really how private people do business. We exchange. That's why they say money of exchange and money of account. We used to barter. The first level of money was bartering. Okay, we would exchange exactly. things value for value. But when now you're in a system of commerce where you're trying to make a profit, they're going to tax you. Yeah, well, the the thousand dollars is not considered profit because that was. Thank you. That was an exchange for your labor. It's an exchange. Okay. It's an exchange. Now the now the IRS will not. They say, well, you don't, you didn't pay for your labor. So my question to them will say, okay, well, can you tell me where I buy it at? Because they can't do that. There's many court cases, including the Supreme Court of the United States, that have ruled that your wages under the contract under 83A is not taxable. Only the excess of it, if you say the company pays you a bonus at the end of the year because you did such a good job, only that bonus is income. The IRS will never admit that. If you're going to fight it, you better be prepared to go to the Supreme Court. They're trying to pay the bankers like, like you've been saying. You you got to, you got and it's it's all about profit or gain. If you got a profit or That's a gain, right. it's taxable. That's what it is. And they tell you, you no, know, I didn't read. I don't know. I mean, court cases they they use those two terms, profit or gain. It's taxable. Okay. And I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with the tax laws. I'm not no tax protester because I do business, and the more I've studied business, I understand why things are set up the way they're set up. I don't have a problem, you know, with it. You know, you need to get a business. You need to get you a business. I ever cuz you already looked at it as a business anyway. Okay? Slaves really don't have too many rights. All right? So, we're no, they in don't. the age now. We're in the age now when you're an employee. They don't call you slave. I just read you the definition of slave. They say we're not going to use the word slave no more. Well, what are they using? They're using the word employee. Inmate, you, uh, taxpayer, U.S. These are slave US terms. citizen, U.S. citizen. These slave terms. All right. So yeah, get 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 with get with the program and wake up. Don't yeah. come asking me no question, no slave question. You so cannot. You're a slave, man. Free as get out the chain. Get off the plantation and then holler at me. Okay, but don't be asking me now, how you can be a good slave. Okay, well, you know, I'm a slave, and I just got to want to use them. Can you help me be a better slave, you know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll tell you, I got to go right, check out. That question. You know, I'll tell you, I got to go check out. His name is David Merlin. M-Y-R-L-A-N-D. You'll like him. David Merlin. That's all he t- yeah, that's all he talks about is Section 83 of the tax code. Uh, his website is uh, we, W-E, V as in Victor, G-O-V, 
com, one of his websites. And he goes into court and argues the law. And, you know, they labeled his website, which has nothing but the codes, the citations, and the regulations, and they labeled it a tax protester website for citing the law. Well, because they got this thing, man, I'm going to tell you. I, this is something else. Let me say this real quick. I got about 90 seconds left on the stream. If y'all listening on the Internet, it's going to cut off, so you may want to call in. The call-in number is 424-222-5250. If you got about 60 seconds more, if you don't want to keep listening, then you can either listen to the recording later on, but you can call in and keep listening. But back where I was going to say, um, they got some principles. This where this where this where you need to read the maxims of law. Okay, because I spent a lot of time reading the maxims of law, and those are very important. They're going to protect the public at all costs. So even if you were doing something quote unquote lawful, but you're waking people up, that's affecting that tax. That's why you don't never really hear me say, um, oh, you don't both pay no taxes. And I'm like, nah, y'all using Federal Reserve notes and all that. Because even if you're telling the truth, the truth that you're getting, if it's going to be detrimental to the public, okay, they, they, got, they, they can do whatever they need to do to stop you, whether it's an injunction up until arresting your ass. All right? And that's why, you know, people don't read them. That goes into what you said about the public rights doctrine. The public has rights to protect their rights and interests or their property. That's exactly right. And that's what people don't understand. They be listening to me thinking I'm crazy. I'm just well-read. I'm just well I sound crazy to you because you ain't rereading. You know, that's why I don't roll. You know, I'm not no kind of person that roll with everything. You know, they're like, why aren't you rolling with us, Yusuf? We tax protesters. Why don't you roll with us, Yusuf? We morals. We claiming our nationality. I don't roll with none of that because I do my own research. And I think for, I was part of an organization. I already went through the little group thing, uh, group mind think one time. I don't do the group mind thing. I roll with the gods now. That's just me. All right, so don't be asking me, uh, uh, you know, why ain't with this, why ain't with that. Nah, man, I think for myself. I do my own research, and I look things up, and I'm trying to encourage you. And the things I teach is to teach you to be independent. I'm teaching you to be independent, to be independent, critical thinkers, and do your own research. And find, because we didn't have years of all this stuff where people been peddling information, follow this person, and we don't need that no more. We need, uh, we need everybody out there, all hands on deck, researching this information and putting uh, information into the pot. It's too much stuff for one person to do. Yeah, it it's is. That's why no one that's why no one person knows it all. It's a exactly. conglomeration of everyone that knows bits and pieces and I'm of the belief the old, no one man's going to change the system. I don't care what Trump does. He's not nope. going to be able to change the system. It's been around since Babylon. I mean, the only thing I can see changing the system is if we get, I'd say, close to 10% of the population aware of this, then Congress and the trustees of the trust will be forced to change it. And that's what, and that's been, my, that's been my whole goal the whole time. I will say this. More and more people are finding out every day. That's why you're seeing the proliferation of the anti-sovereign videos on YouTube, because it is growing. It is more and more people, but it's just like it just ain't fast enough. You know, like on my show right now, I probably got about 100 people listening. 
It should be about 5,000, 10,000 people listening to this show. You know what I'm saying? At least at a minimum. Really 200,000, but, you know, to listen to this show. But if I ever got that high, I probably would put myself in danger, too, you know. But the thing is, and that's what people understand, I could be, they could come, they could do something to somebody who is in this movement teaching y'all that, and then you'll get the impression that, oh, he must have been doing something wrong. No, the bottom line, he got attacked is because he's doing something right. You get you get put in jail for, for doing something right, for teaching people, waking, because you got to think, that who won't, who won't they slaves taking? You're hey, taking, you're they're... affecting our tax base. No, people my, won't they slaves. My dad, my dad learned that hard lesson, okay? He was, he learned about the tax thing he went through the tax code he had the law books above his desk from thompson reuters okay he uh he was going in a in a little town that he that we lived in and i'll leave that unnamed he was teaching classes and going to the local paper well a big national radio show up in up in chicago heard about it they called him up and they said we want you to come on the show so he went up there and the minute he went national because now he is in the public they locked him up on paper for tax evasion, but in court, the judge told him, "No, you, your case, what you argued is absolutely right. You know, but what you made one mistake. You went public. When you're out there in the public teaching the masses, you get too big. They will. They will come after you. They're gonna come after you. And uh, you know, that's like you see an example like Winston Shroud, people like that. And the thing about it is, is that's why I kind of like. If you look at my videos, I say, okay, I talk, I talk about the. Uh, the uh the buck act i started giving people foundational stuff you know to start reading so you can go and start doing you you got to get you got to get these um these foundational principles together so you can understand how to research you got to know what separation of powers is you know you got to know all these fundamental things and you know people just want well how can i save my house i'm sorry i can't give you something to save your house off I, i went down that route i'm not doing that anymore I'm into waking people up and educating them. You got to learn. You got to educate yourself. You got to ed- and you and you got to do it for you, okay? Because they can get one person or two. They can take that person and hide him somewhere, but they can't take all 300 million people in America and put them nowhere. They got to capitulate at that point. So that's yep. what's going on. So you got to understand that it's, this is about knowledge, okay? And about trying to do things in a systematic way where you can understand. What is going on? Put knowledge out there. You know, you got to understand public rights doctrine, just like you said. You got to understand that the public have rights. And you got to understand how not to encroach upon those rights. You got to know what a minimum contact is. You got to understand jurisdiction. You know, you need to understand these things. You need to understand the difference between a, a real judicial officer and an administrator. These are things that you need to understand. It, it's kind of complex, but. This is why these people look at the majority of Americans as incompetent, because they don't know all these are things that we really, to tell you the truth, this is what you should have been being taught in high school. Growing up, you know, and that's why I see that private education is bad. They got a book on the Internet that shows when the government took over public education and the war that was going on. The person at the front of the war that fought for private education was the Catholic Church. I got to give the Catholic Church a props. But eventually they had to give it up because 
they took the property and they started making them pay property taxes. So they succumbed eventually as well. I got the book. I'm going to see if I can find it. But it is at war on the, on, on, on the, on, on the education in the school system. The, the one who fought against that the hardest was the Catholic Church. They fought tooth and nail. They fought their ass. And they lost. Now, now, you just said something. You just said something about the difference between a judicial and and an administrative act. I heard you talk about a case one time. Officer. Yeah, now, when a judge is operating at the behest of an agency, he is an arm of the agency. I cannot find those cases anywhere. Do you happen to know? uh, Yes, 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 I do. Uh, Hold on, I got it. Let me pull it. Let me pull it up for you. What it is is, and and some of it is just you just got to know what are they enforcing. When they're enforcing a statute, they're acting administratively. You got to start by looking up the word administrator. You gotta uh, you gotta look up the word um, has. Uh, you gotta look up the word. Uh, hold on, let me pull it up. All right. Okay. You got to get in the dictionary. Okay. Go to the dictionary. All right. You're going to look up Article 1 court. Okay. You're going to look up the word administrator. Now, this Thompson versus Smith case is a case that um, has been called into question. Thompson versus Smith. Uh, and let me see. Thompson versus Smith is one, and you got what? It's a real popular case down in Florida. I gotta remember. I gotta remember where that case is. A case in Florida with a judge. I think it was Judge. Uh, who's the court? The uh, what? What? What judge was that? And you caught you caught me up. Yeah, my memory. Where he just it's, it's the cases in Florida though, where he basically broke. Uh, he, he spells the whole thing out for you. The difference between an administrator. Article one court because it's it's rooted in Article one and Article three. You got to mm-hmm. start there, and then you have to understand what delegation of powers doctrine is. Okay, this is where you're going to find out all this stuff. Delegation of powers, like uh, Congress can delegate a portion of their power to the other branches of government. You can find a, lo- a whole bunch of uh, law reviews talking about this on the internet. Just Google it. Delegation of power to the executive. A delegation of power to the judiciary. Mm-hmm. Just Google it. All right. So when Congress delegates a portion of their power, the the judges come over there and sit, even though they're Article Three judges, now they are acting in the capacity of an administrator. They're administrating something for Congress. Okay. That's what happened with the uh sentencing uh commission. That's what uh judge uh when you go on uh, on the internet and look at Scalia. Uh, he's talking about that. He said, I thought that was unconstitutional when y'all asked us to come over and do the sentencing commission and find out how much time people should do in jail. He told him, he said, it's unconstitutional because y'all delegating power to other branches of government and you're delegating too much power to the executive. Listen to what the man is telling. It's, delega- it's rooted in the delegation of powers doctrine. So when you study delegation of powers doctrine, they got Thompson versus Smith when acting to enforce a statute 
and his subsequent amendments to the present day, the judge of the municipal court is acting as an administrative officer and not in a judicial capacity. Courts in administering or enforcing statutes do not act judicially, but merely ministerial. Okay, now you got to look up this word ministerial duty. Ministerial duty. Got to know what that means. Okay, you learn all these words, what they mean, and then you understand separation of powers because all of this sets on the principle of separation of powers. If you don't understand separation of powers, then you don't understand, well, well, how is Congress um, asking the Supreme Court to come over and do something? The, the, The branches of government cannot interfere or exercise the powers of each of the other branches. So if a judge is enforcing a statute, he can't be judicial. Nope. Sure he can't. cannot be acting judicially. Statutes are promulgated by Congress, and they have their own court system for that. They're called legislative courts. Article, Article 1, 1, Section 8, Clause 9. Exactly. So that's what sec- that's what that's what so you know, you already know. And that's why when you go in there and ask them, they won't tell you. They won't tell you. Go in, go in there. I challenge anybody. Go in any court in the United States of America and ask them, is this an Article 3 or Article 1 court and see if you get an answer. They're not going to tell you, okay? They're not going to tell you. It's an Article 1 court. These are legislative tribunals. Okay, and how you know it is is you have to know separation of powers. That's how you know. Just knowing separation of powers. But there are case law. I'll, I'll dig some up. It's plenty of case law that talk about it. There's case law out there that talks about it. I just can't remember if the names find, of the cases right off the top of my head. But I can dig them up. I'll do, do a video if, on it. If you uh, find that case in Florida, can you shoot me an email? Because I know you got my yeah, email. Just, so just, send email it just shoot me an email. I will. It's a popular case. It's um. It's a popular case, too. When you get, I'll tell you what you get. You get the Supreme Court, uh, uh, Google this on the Internet, Supreme Court analysis and interpretation. The Supreme Court analysis and I've interpretation. It's in there. It's in there. The case is in there. I'm, I'm at to look in there, but it's in there. The uh, Supreme Court justice okay. talk about it in that document. And when you go down and you look at the legislative branch, the section on the legislature, that's why this is why I pull out a lot of stuff out of here. Man, this doc, this book right here is so cold. This book is cold right here. I, I almost did a video just off the introduction because they tell they're giving up a lot of stuff in here. But you got to know what you're reading and know what they're saying, and that's based off of principles. A lot of people read case law, and they don't know principles, so they don't understand how the judge made a decision. The judge is making a decision based off principles. These Supreme Court mm-hmm. justices operate off those seven principles of the Constitution. You got to know the principle before you know the law. What's the principle? The principles guide the decisions of the justices. Yeah, the methods are seven. many. The principles are few. That's exactly right. I'm gonna keep on banging that out until people can uh, can understand it. But getting your dictionary, understand what an administrator is, uh, get in a Black Saw 8th edition. Look up the word administrator. Look up the word Article 1 court. Uh, territorial law. Another thing you need to look up is constitution. And when you look up the word constitution, you're going to see something called parliamentary law. And parliamentary law, 
that's how you know that they created a corporation called United States because constitutions are used to make corporations. Well, if All you right? go listen to enough of the hearings that they in the in the um, Congress, they always talking about parliamentary procedures, so you know that's what they're following. Yeah, well, parliamentary law is the law of legislatures. That's what it is, you know. Is the law is what governs legislatures, all legislatures, parliamentary law. Mm-hmm. All right, they just call it legislature here over in England, call it parliament, you know. So they, you know, they use the word parliamentary law, but that's what it is, parliamentary law. And you got to really I'll, study I'll... the powers of, of Congress and because everything and the difference between political question and a judicial question, you know, anything that's having to do because of separation of powers, that's why you judges will tell you in a minute. That's a political question. What they're saying is separation of powers prevents us from encroaching upon the duties of Article One and Article Two. So you need to go over there. They have a court system. All the branches of government have their own court system. Article One, they have a, a, a legislative court. Article Two, they have a military court. And Article Three, they got a judicial court. They all got their own court system. Mm-hmm. So, well, I'll let you get to the next caller because I know you're running short on time. Thank you for uh, bringing me on again. All right, no problem, no problem, no problem. All right, y'all. Hey, look, I know, boy, I could go on all day with this, and I know there's a lot, a lot, the board is lit up, but y'all going to have to catch me tomorrow, okay, because time is, you know, I'm out of time. I will be back on tomorrow. Same time, 11 a.m. All right. Spread the word. I'm back. I'm back. Spread the word. And also, you know, you need to get out there and go on my YouTube page and start watching some of the videos. Watch that Dealing With Presentment. You know, well, I start listening to some of those, you know, and if you ain't going to read, you know, and if you if y'all got something y'all want me to do, as long as it ain't too long, I'll make a, a audio out of it. But, you know, you got to start, you know, reading more. You know, that's my thing. You got to start reading more, y'all. You got to learn all these things that we're talking about. Okay. Got to learn all these things we're talking about. All right. You start, it'll start making sense to you slowly, but surely if you, you know, if you just take the time to start looking up words. When, you know, when I first got into this, the first thing I did was look up the definition of words. Looking up the definition of words. Definition of words is so important for you to understand. All right? So I'll holler at y'all tomorrow. Peace out. Cause, 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 cause. High frequency. Yeah. Yeah. Sync up. Sync up. Sync up. Already. Already. Yay. I get up with the frequency each and every morning. Thanks, practice, gratitude, commence brainstorming. Live, awake, excited, new day, new me. TSA, courtesy of JRE and Scott Free. Too many folks shallow, scared to drown in the deep end. And I ain't pointing fingers, best believe I was one of them. The pain I was numbing in, self-inflicted punishment. The streets I was running in led me to consciousness. Yes, they can steal my flows, but can't block my shine, baby. You see my glow? Now I live in the light, radiating love. Sun, 
you're a star as below, so above. Am I too metaphysical? Are you over analytical? So many situations get critical. I'm a warrior, survivor is an understatement. Started subterranean, now we in the cosmos on some milky wavy shit. Sun kissed, melanin rich, health is wealth, we live abundant. Connected with the oneness, I'm off my dumb shit. I bring to you substance more specific, life is synchronistic. All is energy, fact, over fiction when I rap. That high frequency, yeah, we on that. Sync with the most divine, catch contact. Physicality beyond that, high frequency, we on that. Mind over matter, thoughts not. Scattered stars co-creating spiral up No ladder to heaven or hell Can you leave a trail to higher no polarities The vibrations they all rare just hoping, Yay. going through the motions, Yay. staring at the doors, who could ever get this open, uh-huh. till I uncovered the secret to keeping it real, I got in touch with my soul, the fan my frequency feel, we play and follow the leader, the leader ain't going nowhere, that's why I'm living my life with a sovereign mind, all I want in this world is to spread love and greatness to you, using my music for we out of time. So for the divine, I'm doing my due diligence, giving some peace to views that's too militant, doing it different, I got purpose and position, feel the vibration, transmission is the mission, need you to listen to these words, my dude, I swear my third eye got a bird's eye view, and do you want to sync up, cause I do, surfing this wave, follow as we ride through, all this energy, fact, over fiction when I rap, that high frequency, yeah we are. Sync with the most divine, catch contact, physicality beyond that, high frequency we on that, mind over matter, thoughts not scattered, co-stars co-creating, spiral up, no ladder to heaven or hell, then you leave a trail to higher no polarities, the vibrations they all rare, let it marinate, cause this is very great to every state, the burden on my back, well I carry weight, high frequency, high power, free spirit, talking to the man, and I'm stairs and yet yeah, he hear it Man, I'm riding the wave inspired by the days When we sparked up, that was the light of the haze But now I'm synced up, yeah, my drink's up Am I drinking again? Well, you know, yeah, the gig's up Freedom ain't free, believe them, they not me The oppressor knows my melanin rich And I'm scot-free, that means I got away BS, not today, stop and say we good Okay, no more drops today This the high frequency, they gon' feel this Still with optimism, but still, I'm the real List. They gon' feel this, yeah, real quick. Bring the chorus in, that's real All shit. All this energy, fact, over fiction when I rap. That high frequency, yeah, we on that. Sync with the most divine, catch contact. Physicality beyond that, high frequency, we on that. Mind over matter, thoughts not scattered. Co-stars, co-creating, spiral up. No ladder to heaven or hell, then you leave a trail to higher no polarity. The vibrations, they all rare. Yeah, yeah. Peace to the gods, brother. You should found high frequency radio. Yeah, we on that. Peace, brother. Paul Savage out. You already know. You are locked in, tuned in live. High frequency radio. Sync up. Sync up. Sync up.